Gee, Steve, what are we going to do tonight? Same thing we do every podcast. Tell them how we season. How we see it, episode 168. This week we're back with Marvel and we're covering the miniseries or, or uh, TV miniseries, as they like to call it, of uh, Miss Marvel. This was uh, released early, or I guess it was mid 2022, um, six episode series on Disney Plus, uh, part of uh, the phase four um, movie or uh, uh, Marvel, Marvel uh, engine that is. Uh, I'm Noah, your main host here on uh, How We Seize It, and with me as always is my main man, Steve. Say hi, Steve. Hi, everyone. I would be uh, the caboose to Noah's engine. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> All right, moving on. Yes, Sorry. yes you would. <laughs> and with us as always is, uh, for our MCU is our uh, friend, Bo. How you doing, Bo? Hey, everybody. How you doing? Good to, good to see you. Um, yeah, happy happy to be back. And as always, don't forget to download, rate, and review, even though you can't see my mouth moving. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. And uh, also with us is Nina. How you doing, Nina? Hey, I'm doing okay. Uh, I think I would be the club car. You know. <laughs> club car, yeah. <laughs> nice. I'd be hanging out there a lot for sure. That's that. That sounds like the fun place to be. Uh, it's fun. Cool. Party, nice. Partying on a train is. It's own experience, let me tell you. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever. Part- I mean, I the main train trip that I remember, I was only probably like five or six, and I went somewhere with my mom. I don't even remember where we went, but it was a train somewhere in California. I remember getting on it and then riding somewhere and then getting off. I think it was Amtrak or something like that. I think we went down south or something. Oh, yeah, okay. I, my my train experience is like Caltrain going to San Jose and stuff. And yeah little little bit there and then also um it was cool to be in uh in rome rod, r- driving on the train that goes 180 miles an hour oh wow 180 kilometers an hour sorry nice still pretty fun yeah that sounds cool yeah i uh when i was a senior in college a friend of mine and i took the train down to new orleans for spring break oh there and, you go uh, so that was fun but there was this one guy that <clears throat> was we ended up talking to and just like we're like well we're going to go back to our seats and go to sleep he's like i'm going to stay sit up for a little while we didn't see him again until the next morning we found him passed out in <laughs> like the the, in part the, club of car? the the part no the part of the train where you have to get off like the little vestibule oh, there. Geez. <laughs> so like everybody on the train had to step over him to get off oh man <laughs> wow that guy was, was partying yeah that's funny. Uh, speaking of partying, one of the things we like to do here on uh, the How We Sees is we create a cocktail or a drink that I we like pair to with. Party <laughs> <laughs> is uh, we create a cocktail for uh, the show we're watching, and it's no different this week. So uh, I'm ha- uh, excited to hear what you guys come up with, specifically because I had a hard time with this one. So I'm really excited to hear what you guys came up with. What you got there, Bo? Oh, so I started with I went with a classic, and it's actually a pretty. I mean, Kelly would say it tastes like. Um, Again, Kelly would say it tastes like cough syrup. I yeah. Don't know it, but um, but I, I did a planter's punch. And the planter's punch is 
I think it, I did a little research and I actually checked with Nina. There's only one true punch kind of in this, in this series, but uh, yeah, as I did my research in the comics, she does a lot more of it. So I'm yeah. imagining as she gets her, her, her like powers under control, she'll, uh, she'll have a little, uh, more control over the punching or more punching, I'm guessing, potentially. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Um, I so think she hangs out with uh, Michael B. Jordan, and, and he gets she gets her Cree skills and just starts, you know, <laughs> dropping <laughs> dropping bombs. <laughs> maybe they'll put, maybe they'll put, um, Kill they'll have an Arnold Schwarzenegger, <laughs> not Arnold Schwarzenegger, they'll have a Sylvester Stallone cameo, <laughs> cameo. So, we can, so we can make the connections for the Hero Movie podcast. There it um, is. But, uh, so that's what I did for my drink. It's actually pretty tasty. Um, the other the other drink I did was it's my my beer my beer pairing is called um, what's it called Arcane something I just texted it to you guys. <laughs> All right, uh, we'll, we'll do the work for you. Arcane ritual. It's called Arcane ritual. It's a barley wine. I'm very excited. It's from uh, it's it's one of those. It's like from the Goose Island section of Total Wine and More, where like all the really pricey beers are. Right. Um, you know, more than six dollars a beer. So I'm pretty excited to get to get tasting on this one. But uh, yeah, so I did the Arcane Ritual. It's there. There seems to be a lot of. I don't know if it's truly the definition of Arcane. I'm sure there's going to be people out there going to be like screaming at their their eyes. <laughs> you don't know iPhones. what Arcane is. It's like you don't know what Arcane is, but there seems to be some some. It's magical. Yeah, magic, exactly. And there's a lot of magic, nice. I think, in this. So, anyway. So and and it's a barley wine, wine, so that one's going to uh, pack a punch, too. Those usually yes, those I don't usually know come if I'll be able some, to uh... finish it. I have to get up <laughs> very early tomorrow, but we'll see how it goes. I remember one time, uh, first time I ever uh, had uh, barley wine in 22-ounce bottles. Uh, I had taken them on Ooh. a soccer trip uh, tournament Ooh. with my daughter, and uh, I finished both of them. Oh. And uh, she helped me stumble back to the hotel room. It was a, it was a, a good bonding moment between the two of us and a, a learning point for me on uh, barley wine packs a punch. So I, yeah, <laughs> look out or you'll end up in the alcove yeah. in the in the, uh, yeah, in the train right, section. Right. <laughs> That'll be Noah's part of the train, the alcove. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so arcane means understood by few, mysterious or secret. So it's perfect. Oh, there you go. Nice. nice, perfect. All right, Nina, what'd you get for us? Well. Um, the family in this and our heroine are from Pakistan, which used to be part of India and actually a big part of the show was about the partition. But um, that part of the, the world, my, um, my boss, the priest, has been to India a couple of times on uh, sabbaticals and um, has gone to monasteries there to... Uh, you know, just meditate. Um, but um, one of the things they have there is they're not big coffee drinkers. They drink spicy tea called chai, which chai just means tea. But um, you can get chai um, tea bags, but I decided to make my own. And it's, nice. um, there's like a whole thing where that you simmer some water you put the tea in it, um, and then you add a bunch of spices. Um, it's cinnamon, ginger. There's seven of them. Cinnamon, ginger, allspice, nutmeg, anise, um, allspice, and then cardamom. And the cardamom, it should really be the, the main 
spice that you add into it. You uh, mix it all up and then you add a cup of milk and kind of mix it with your ladle until it's really frothy. And um, so I'm like, well, this is great. I, I've had it before and it's, it is very, very tasty. But I'm like, I need to put some liquor in this. And I'm like, looking at all the spices. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, well, this is all like pie, you know? These are all like apple pie spices. So I thought, well, what goes with with a like an apple spicy flavor? And it's like bourbon, of course. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I put a shot of bourbon in it and it is very nice. It is nice. it is cold here tonight and this is warming me up nicely. So perfect. But yeah, so uh so if you have a well well turned out spice rack, this is a <laughs> this is a pretty easy drink to make and um it's it's really good. Nice. Really good. Sounds good. I'm trying I'm always trying to find new uh ways to make a good uh warm cocktail uh for those cold nights. Uh we went and I uh kind of did um it was it was from Santa or uh Christmas time found one called a bad Santa that uh basically has kind of like a brown sugar and butter and and uh ice cream mix that you make early and then you put that in with hot water and uh whatever choice we we've been using uh rum like a dark rum and a, a honey whiskey and it is to kill for you also add a little oat milk in it it's really really oh, good nice. But yeah, talk about a nice thing to warm up to. All right, Steve, what do you got for us? I I kind of had the same challenge challenges that you didn't know as far as finding a drink. And I, you know, what I like to do is first off, kind of look culturally like like Nina did. And and you know, when I looked up Palestine and Muslim, it kept coming coming back as as you know they don't drink alcohol or it's like yep. against their religion yeah. or something. Was, so I felt yeah. I, I ran it, I ran into that too. So yeah. I had to Americanize it up. It ruined so. my mosque mule. <laughs> I was going to do a mosque, mosque mule. mule. <laughs> oh, that's oh, funny. Well, I thought uh, I thought uh, you know it was a little bit of blasphemy making a drink for this, but I I, I went on and I found a cocktail called the clandestine and it had some interesting ingredients that I had not used before so I was eager to uh, find out if I could create that and so this is what the clandestine um, recipe is it's a one half one and a half ounces of scotch whiskey which I had that uh, a half ounce of uh, Sue's liqueur which is a uh, what is that? It's like what a... What kind of liqueur? Suze, S-U-Z-E. It's, I wrote it down. Oh, it's it's it. a bitter uh, aperitif made from a gen, gentian root. So there you go. Oh, wow. Uh, and there's third, your gin that, connection. That, that clears it up, Steve. Thank you. There you go. <laughs> I did a little bit more research on this next one, which is the third of an ounce of <laughs> Italicus liqueur. And Italicus is actually a Rosolio. It's a, it's, a it's a lower proof Italian liqueur made from local ingredients. This one's made from uh, bergamot. It's a citrus, citrus fruit. So uh, at Italicus, and I found it at, uh, at um, I didn't go to Bottle Bar, and I found it at, I found it at <gasps> um, BevMo. Sorry, sorry, Noah. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, uh, Jonathan. Sorry. Uh, so, uh, and then you have to throw in about a sixth of an ounce of honey syrup, which is just a uh, three honey to one, three part honey, three and one part water. It's just a, a little bit of watered down uh, honey, and uh, stir that up with an orange orange uh, peel, and it makes a really nice drink. You, I put it in a, in a rocks glass with a nice big ice cube. Um, I made it up earlier today so I could uh, videotape it and then I stuck it in the freezer and I just pulled it out a little while ago. So it was, 
it was a lot more frozen than I expected. I didn't think, I thought with all the alcohol it would stay, uh, but it's, but it's thawed out now. So I, it's, it's really tasty. It's, it's dry. It's, uh, cause it doesn't have too much, uh, of the honey in it. Um, and it's got that floral citrusy flavor. It's, it's good. So it's, I have a jump. Go ahead. What? Well, I was going to say, a jumbo Albert. cube. Yeah, that's a that's a big cube. That's one of my big cubes that I made. Yeah. Is it clear? Or is it? Do you have the the double thing so it's clear, or is it just look that way on the? It's it is pretty clear. I did get a little bit of haze on one corner uh, because this is one where I use a thermos and I, uh, yeah. I put it in the freezer and I fill it up about six inches. And usually the top gets really hazy, but underneath you can slice it off and it's pure underneath. So on the top, you do still, still a little, see yeah. a little bit of that, but, uh, I'll I've had some really good, later. yeah, yeah, I've had I'm some really good luck. You get it out of there. Go ahead. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. It's, but it's tasty drink. So there you go. It's yeah. called the clandestine. Of course, that's based on the, uh, the, uh, the characters from the, uh, yeah, light kind dimension. Of the villains, you know? Yeah. The villains. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of villains, but this I just pulled this up. The Suze is a pleasantly bitter French uh, aperitif, aperitif, yep. a, aperitif made from a gelatin root, which grows in the mountains of Switzerland. And oh. I don't think it's gelatin. I think it's like gen, gentian, G-E-N-T-I-A-N. I'll go with that. I, you know, I'm, I'm <laughs> one with the language, so you know, whatever I say is probably uh, not right. <laughs> <laughs> it's right about fifty percent of the time. Ah, uh, maybe. Uh, and yeah. I was I was gonna say uh, the bergamot that you mentioned, that is the um, orange, the kind of citrus that flavors Earl Grey tea. Yes. Oh. If you guys I've... have had that, and it's got a kind of a. Some people really can't stand it. They're like it's, They say it tastes like perfume, but it definitely has sort of a lavendery. This does I have a love. little bit of a floral take, and it is a little distracting. But but I think it makes it a little unique. It's not just a big heavy citrus yeah. drink. It's it's uh, so. That that is something for me. I usually am, am uh, like if it has that lavender kind of smell and everything. I I usually like yeah, this perfumey. So I understand that that call for sure. <laughs> All right, for me, I went with uh, I, I. One of the things that happened in the the transfer from the comics of Miss Marvel to uh, the show is her powers were changed, and in this what. Uh, instead, she had she used to have like an elasticity that was similar to Mr. Fantastic from the Fantastic Four. Uh, this time she changed and she has a bangle, which gives her these kind of crystalline uh, rock-like fixtures, and uh, they call them the cosmic I energy is what I was, I was told it's. So I called my drink cosmic energy. And so... Uh, I, I did. I racked my brain trying to figure out some for this one, and this is what I was able to come up with. And I, I basically came up with this about an hour before we did the podcast. Because, uh, <laughs> like you guys, I did. I was like, "Oh, uh, I'm going to find something that has to do with Muslims and drinks." Oh, nothing, nothing. They, they don't drink. Okay, uh, that's that's. Uh, yeah, and I'm not going to do that because I, I really, I originally thought, "Oh, it'd be cool to do, you know, a, a mosque mule. That would be fun." Uh, didn't work. Uh, so, uh, yeah, and then I was like, Kyle, so I, uh, just, I was like, okay. Um, so I came up with this cosmic energy, and what it was for me is is the look on her powers is that she has these, uh, it's like a red and blue light kind of stone, you know, uh, energy stones around her body, or she transports or, you know, uh, incorporates into everything. You know, she can make her arms out of them, her body, her armor a shield or stepping stones and i thought oh that's kind of cool I'll, I'll do something with the red and blue so i was like okay i'll just find a way to do a mixed drink kind of thing with that and so 
uh, I, I ended up going with, uh, I needed blue and red. So for blue, I had my Empress Gin, which has got that kind of purple color. So I did two ounces of that and two ounces of the blue carousel. Mixed that one up in a separate shaker. At the same time, I took two ounces of a raspberry uh, uh, vodka, uh, and then I added two ounces of pomegranate, get a dark red with that, and then added two or one ounce of grenadine just to make sure it was deep red. Took that over a, a cup full of uh, shredded um, or crushed ice. I wanted a really nice crushed ice. So um, I kind of poured them in separately to try and get a separation of them and, and make sure that I, I got the color, you know, separation in it because it kind of kind of looked, I wanted the crushed ice to make it look like the rocks and stuff like that. I think it came out not too bad. It's not my favorite drink overall, uh, looks and flavor-wise, but, you know, uh, when when you're struggling and you got an hour before the podcast, you got to come up with something. So <laughs> I got my cosmic energy, uh, which is the new powers from Miss Marvel. Uh, so I think the slush it. was a good call, and yeah, my my big ice cube kind of had that crystallized look to it too, which I kind of thought was fitting with those those stones. So yeah, I was almost gonna go with blended. I was actually gonna blend them up and kind of almost make like a daiquiri style, you know, blended daiquiri where it's really that that uh, slushy. But I, I thought the, the crushed ice would kind of give it that look, that that kind of, kind of the power disc that she has and stuff. Last minute, I thought it came out. Um, this this was a, an interesting one for me. Like, I, that first episode, I remember watching it because we, we watched these as they dropped when they came out, me and my wife. Um, like, we're oh, kind of really? trying to do with most, yeah, most of the too. shows. You know, that's just, that's what we do. We, we, we're, we're lacking for a lot of stuff to watch. So uh, when there's something good on, we try and watch it. And I, I think Marvel, whatever they put out, I'm going to watch, you know, and, and even if it's trash, I'm going to watch it to the end. I don't, I'm not one of those people that if I pay for a movie, I'm going to walk out. Or if I start watching a show, I take that back. I didn't finish Andor because I was bored out of my mind. So I can't, I guess I can't say that yet. So I just, we haven't gone back and watched it. But anyways, so we were watching these as they dropped. I loved the first episode. This was such a fun episode for a a new character a a new direction almost this was kind of the first um i would say aimed towards kids or or young teens i think that's a good call if you look at this the target audience wasn't your typical you know 30 plus you know, I don't. I don't like when people use that as an excuse for something being uh, not not made for them because Marvel is made for uh, eight to eighty, if you ask me. Maybe even younger than eight. <laughs> you know, uh, com- we all. You know, those of us grew up on comics didn't stop liking them, and we didn't grow out of them. So to say that it's not targeted to us, I think is is wrong because it's still comic books, and we didn't stop reading comic books because uh, we outgrew them. Right, you stop reading comic books because the stories get bad. Well, what do you What do you mean you don't You don't think you, you I don't, don't think, like when people use this use this. Oh, it's not. It's, you're not the target audience. Well, I I, I just it, mean for Marvel you, specifically. So you think you don't think that's something they consider a target audience I, or? Well, no, but I mean it's in to me this like when you say like if if you're thirty if you're over thirty you're not going to like this. I, I I go well that's I think that's bullshit. I, no, think, I think I think it's a I, little different than that. I think it's not so much like if you're over thirty, you're not going to like it. I think it's like I I personally feel like this particular story 
was, or this particular character slash story was designed to draw in younger girls that might not be so tied in. You know, it's not like the 30 year old dudes are but, not going to watch wait, it. But I think is I that because she's a teenager or because of the way yeah. it's written? Okay. What about Spider Man? He's he, he's older. He's in high school. No, he's in high school. But he's first Spider Man. Uh, he's in, he's in first Spider Man. First, no. The the he's current Spider Man we have is not in college yet. He's in summer break. Okay. Well, but do you see the, what I'm saying? Is the first Spider Man that we had for the MCU was the same age as she is? No, she I, presents, I, I agree. She presents, I think, she presents I as younger than high school act. to me. She presents I, as younger than high school to me because she doesn't wear the. Uh, the she's 16. The hajib. I know, but she doesn't wear the hajib. The right, it's called a, a, a hajib. I don't right? know. Well, the, I think there were a lot of similarities with with Spider-Man: Homecoming and this. But that's what I. How, but that's why I say I don't think you can say on this. Spider-Man's it's, it's also a, a guy. Well, I think I think it, but just because women. I mean, girls are going to be let more. Her talk. I would imagine. I mean, Nina's <laughs> a woman. Talk. Nina, Nina <laughs> was a girl, but I think I think it's. <laughs> Girls are more attracted to seeing a girl. I, I, I understand that. Role. I understand a part, uh, but that that's here and I'm, there. Go ahead, Nina. I, one, I don't think that's necessarily true, but I, I think it's more that girl characters, boys will tend to avoid girl characters, where girls will pr- watch both boys and girls. So... But I, yeah, that, I, mean, I mean, I mean, we can we can argue about that. But um, well, I, growing up, but, one but, of my favorite movies was Sixteen Candles, and you know exactly. I, so, <laughs> so I, I, I mean, but I still think there was a target audience. It, it, yeah, but I, I think that's but, just part of marketing, but and part of yeah, filmmaking, but, and and how you, but. Uh, but I, I, I think I know where Noah's going. He's saying that that liking something or not, you should still be able to to enjoy something regardless. Yes. Um, yeah. I, 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 my, my point was going to be they can aim at a certain audience and still have general appeal. Well, and here's like, here's interesting. Um, like you know, like uh, I'm thinking there's a lot of things where there's a lot of kid shows that are definitely kid shows. Oh, for sure. Put, but then they put things. Like, um, you know, Claire would watch shows and uh, when she was growing up, and every so often there would be one, and you're like, "Man, this is pretty deep for something aimed at six-year-olds," you know. <laughs> and uh, you know, I'll, I'll give you an example: um, Clone Wars, the cartoon that's on Dis- that was on Disney. I don't. Yeah, I think it's that was Star- more an adult kind of animated. Yeah, but it's. I mean, it's. It's a cartoon, and it's, you know, it's rated for age seven and up. So, like, seven-year-olds can watch it and enjoy it. <laughs> but there's there's some stuff in there that's, like, oh, pretty yeah. philosophical. Well, Shrek, think- what about something like Shrek, where it was... You know, it was it was a it was for younger audiences, but at the same time, it was just riddled with lots of yes. yeah. adult humor. That you know, I I'm think I'm making waffles. <laughs> There's a, I mean, there's there's a show on Disney now called Bluey. I don't know if you. Uh, yeah, yeah, I've never seen it. I'm telling. I've heard about you, it, but never seen it. I was gonna say you have you, you have, have a, a granddaughter. When she's like three, she will be totally into it. Trust me. But now we're um, watching Transformers, GI Joe, and the Smurfs. <laughs> well, the, but the thing is, GI like, Joe. Poor kid. I, I know, I know a lot of uh, people who have little kids, and they're like, while they're getting like the little stories about 
that are aimed at kids. Yeah. The way the adults that Louis's parents act is sort of, they said, I feel like I'm learning how to be a better parent from this show. Oh, yeah. Just because. I've heard that's a really and, good show. I have heard about yeah. that one. So I, think, so I think even though the show was like maybe made with teenage girls in mind and thinking, you know, our protagonist is a teenage girl. This is what teenage girls are into. I, yes. They, they put in some things that are definitely like YA, like the, the love triangle and stuff like that. But um, it do, that doesn't mean it's just for them. I think there's right. a lot here for, like you said, a lot here for everybody. Well, that's, and that's what I mean is, that, is I don't like when people use that excuse for like why it's, it's a bad or why it doesn't, it is, is that, especially for, for comic, like, like us, we, we watched the MCU yeah. because of the comic side of it. Now, if this was a non MCU thing, I would say, yeah, that's, I'm probably, I probably wouldn't have picked up on this because it's probably not in my demographic. Although I tend to swing a little lower and, you know, I read a lot of uh, YA books. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just, those are the things I enjoy. I loved the Percy Jackson series. I, those were, you know, those were specifically geared towards, you know, the YA group and I loved them. And, and so I get that. Uh, but what I wanted to bring up about this is, is this was interesting to me because I didn't really realize I, I love this show and I hate this show at the same time. And I, I shouldn't say hate cause that's really strong, but uh, this, I really like this show for a lot of stuff and I really don't like this show for a lot of stuff. And it's funny because it's, it's when I, when I was listening to some of the podcasts that I did, it really solidified what was going on in it. And there's two different sides of this, uh, show. There's the YA side, which we get, uh, and it's kind of more the comic-y side, which really starts with that first episode. Uh, there's a lot of, like, really cool graphic stuff going on where, like, they're text messaging and the, the messages are popping up on walls and in, you know, street art and all this other stuff. And it's just, yeah, that was it's got cool. this really cool kind of flow to it. And it's it's kind of poppy and fun, and she's jumping around, and it's, it's, she's being like... Like I remember being as a kid, uh, although mine wasn't Marvel, I was running around thinking I was a damn Ninja Turtle, you know. So mm -hmm. uh, it's one of those things. Is like it was the kind of shit that I, I I remembered as a kid being into. And then we get to the second side of the story, which is where the the clandestine come in and they go to they end up going to Pakistan in like the episode four or five, and they have the the uh, red daggers. What, yeah, the red daggers, and then when they do the the, the flashback flashback and it's like that shit bored the crap out of me and this is that that's the not geared towards the teen girl you know in that part of the story and it was boring and and i just didn't care for it and then we kind of had that fun little fight at the uh the home alone in the high school right where they you know yeah they take on the the damage control agents and i was like okay now this is fun again and it was weird because it was it was two different stories well, based you know, on what you just said, the, the same directors did the first episode that did the yeah. last episode. The yep. Ali, uh, um, I, I don't, I don't remember their names, but they also just recently, uh, they also yeah. just recently directed Batgirl, and and we all know what happened to that. That got that pulled, <laughs> the pull got pulled to that one. Um, Which uh, is, uh, you know, I hate when they kind of, they didn't even give people a chance to, you know, I, I'm, oh, I'm yeah, put that much into it. Like, release that shit. Come yeah, on, yeah, we'd like to yeah. see it. But um, but so they came, they brought a very uh, vi visual style at the beginning. Yes. You know, very a lot of very good pacing and stuff like that. It didn't quite work as well for those other episodes. But then the last, you felt it again. You know, she, it got more into that. You know, her chalkboard animation and stuff, where she got yes. to uh, 
makes which was very similar to uh, Homecoming. You know, when, when yeah. we, or, or what was it? The very first scene of of Spider Man when he has his little video that he's put together of when, right. he, got, when he yeah. went into Civil War. Uh, yeah, and uh, so it, it it was reminiscent of that with her little art style that she posts a little video about Endgame and how how that all went down and how she adores uh, Captain Marvel and and you get a sense of her. I just uh, wish the whole. I wish all six episodes would have carried that same feel and and maybe here's here's what i think would have helped this in my opinion cut that whole clandestine story out and make this low level like she like take on somebody in the neighborhood and it it's it doesn't have to be a world ending thing that she has to solve and it's all like episode one where it's kind of just these little things that she's doing and build her up slower uh, to the end, where you know maybe it's damage control I, the whole time. I wasn't very impressed with the clandestines. I mean, they kind of their their love. It was hate, a bad I story. mean, she yeah. they kind of turned on a dime when suddenly it's like, yeah, well, she's were. you know they, they get the message that she's rethinking whether or not she's going to bring him the 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 bangle, and then suddenly yeah, oh well, let's kill her. And, you know, and then suddenly they're the she got a, a soft yeah. maybe, and all of a sudden like, nah, fuck that, we got to kill her. It's right? Like, she she it was, said maybe, <laughs> just maybe. <laughs> that and slow the, your roll. And, <laughs> and I really did enjoy the episode in in in, in Palestine, but I thought. The story went way too quick. I mean, they introduced you to the Red Daggers, the leader, and they killed him off. And you were supposed to, I mean, all in that same episode. And they introduced a kind of a fourth love, love or a third love interest, which, <laughs> it, you know, it got a little busy. But I, it, it, it almost made me feel, wish that there was a few extra episodes where they could explore this and expand on those characters. I, but I heard I, there was some... Well, they did do a lot of major revisions at the end yeah. where they had to go back and shoot some stuff. I thought the story, the narrative held together, but I really liked the family connection. I liked the partition stuff. I liked the the mother and father, I thought, were, were really interesting characters, how their arc of, of you know, <laughs> in, in the beginning, the way they were... You know they they were portrayed, and then and then you get a, a better sense of who they are with their with, you know when mom goes to Palestine with her, and you see mom's mom, and it, it was just a lot. It it made the the relationships more interesting. So I wasn't bored by that, but I I did kind of lose a little bit of my interest with the clandestines, which was ironically my drink, but that wasn't you know, <laughs> wasn't necessarily an endorsement of, of them. Yeah, I'm <laughs> I. <laughs> I have to get with you now. It's kind of, it, it was, I mean, I, this is, I can't believe I'm saying this, but Jersey City was way more interesting right? than Pakistan. <laughs> you know, it's, you know, yeah, it's, that's true. it's like, uh, you know, I, I think they had that, they had so much there that was so interesting. They had her family, they had her friends, they had, um, was was going fun, on, yeah. what was going on with the mosque and, um, AvengerCon. Come on, that was AvengerCon. I would Avenger go to. Con oh yeah, I would. And I would wear that whole costume to do it. Yes. <laughs> and I and I love that it was at Camp Lehigh. That was that was so that was so cool. But I mean, you had like the whole. Uh, you know, they had all this setup. It's like you know her friends running for uh, mosque yeah. mosque board, and they had the. I I I loved when they had the um the uh like the street fair. 
And yes. She's she's pointing out to to her friend like all the different all the different groups. groups. <laughs> and that the was mosque bros. It's like maybe you ought to go talk to the converts and it's you know yeah. <laughs> white people standing right. there. And <laughs> and it was um I mean it was really funny and and really well imagined and then it's just like well, well we're going to we're going to uh Pakistan and it's like and yeah. they just and I mean Pakistan is literally halfway around the world and they yep. just like hop on a plane like it's nothing and fly <laughs> there and then fly back and I'm like yeah. this is it's movies. I know, but it's like it came came out of nowhere and then it, it hurts the show know, too. Yeah, and it, because it, timing is bad. Yeah, and because the red daggers and the clandestines were both pretty underdeveloped. Yeah. And, like it didn't really feel although I did like the flashback scenes. Those were cool. But I, yeah, um, I kind of lost. I was kind of lost in all of that. But I, I agree with you. I, I it, to me, yeah. it was two different stories, and 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 this is where yeah, the exactly. different directors, and that's why I would. I think, I think they were trying to do too much with this. I, I, I kind of liked almost the idea of like just like I said, pull it back, do six episodes of just hometown girl makes good. Like you know, she, they, yeah. they, she's she's helping out all the. Uh, um, neighborhood and stuff like that and people are, are are backing her and stuff like that and have it just be her versus damage control or something you know yeah and the, and that's what the comic is pretty much it's her saving her friends and from yeah from well, i heard that, know, i heard she's, she's, she's a friendly big. she's a friendly neighborhood ms marvel you know <laughs> nice. at, least the, at least the first couple at least the first couple issues i i i have to say i tried to read some of them and it's not because i i couldn't read them um i downloaded them and uh, i ended up going camping this weekend and decided to spend more time with my wife than on my ipad and and so uh the miss marvel comics were the ones that had to suffer uh, so that's why I didn't. Uh, I, su- I, did. I suppose I can understand <laughs> that. <laughs> uh, but it was one of those. Uh, um, one of the things I heard about this, and I listened to a couple podcasts about specifically the comic book character rather than just Miss Marvel the TV show. And uh, she started in 2013, and she came out with a bang and just like yep. took over the world, and and is a very popular uh, character. And apparently, like in everything, she's an Avenger. She's uh, you know she's in. Like she's literally, you know, one of the top tier uh, heroes now, and uh, I knew Ms. her Marvel from, is? yeah, Miss yeah. Marvel. Uh, I knew her from some of the animated stuff I've watched where she comes in, and and I think she's hilarious in in the comics or in the in the uh, animated stuff I've seen her in. I think she's a great character, and I could see why people would like her. Um, not just because of the representation portion of it. She's just a well developed, written character, and I think that's what, that to me is even more important than the representation thing is is like yes it's cool to check those check boxes but to check those check boxes with an actual character that you don't have to care about what their check boxes are you just like them because you like them you know what i mean yeah and i and i think i think with the representation of this i don't i think the way they they created the character is what makes her so good because they didn't create a superhero and then say, Oh, uh, and she should be, and she should be Muslim and South yeah. Asian, just, you know, to, yeah. you know, so we have more representation. They're like, we, we want to do a South Asian Muslim superhero. Mm-hmm. And they started from that. So it wasn't an afterthought. And so like everything in there, like her, her family, her, yes. her neighborhood, everything just, it, like I said, it was so well drawn and so well developed. Um, you know, every t- every time she interacted with, you know, the the very first episode where 
um, her parents come home and she's there with her friend and her mother's like, are you staying for dinner? And he's like, oh, I can't <laughs> stay tonight. And she's like, oh, it's okay. I'll pack you something. Yeah. And, <laughs> and she literally like, walks in the kitchen and walks it back walks out back with out. <laughs> boxes of food. Not and, only that, but then she like, had him separated by like spicy level. And, yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's, yeah. And she just says, <laughs> yeah, we have our own secrets. Yeah. <laughs> and and it's like, I mean, I've, I've had friends whose families had, were immigrants, not not uh, from Pakistan necessarily, but from, from Italy and other places. And the moms are always like that. It's always mm-hmm. like, oh, you're too thin. Here, stay and eat. Have some oh, food. I, oh, you I, can't I, stay? Let me give you some to take. You're 100% right. I had a friend like that in high school. My buddy Pete, we would go uh, to his house every day after high school, and that was the same thing. You know, we'd show up. His mom would feed us. We'd go take a nap, and then we'd get up, and she'd feed us again <laughs> and send me on my yep. way with food for my dad. And and uh, yeah, they're from Mexico, and uh, it yeah. was one of it was just uh, a kind of standard thing I did in high school was go to Pete's house after school, and uh, we would eat. And it was funny because he shared a room with his brother, so they had these two twin beds on the opposite. And we literally would go in there and and uh, take a nap after school after we ate. <laughs> was, his brother would come home, get out of my bed, I'm like ah. I'm gonna... So, it, but yeah, it was it, every time I go in there, she go, oh, you know, I didn't speak a lick of uh, Spanish, so I I never knew what she was saying, but I always knew what she meant because the just the the care and how she said stuff and, and literally her pushing plates of food into my hands. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I knew what she was telling me I needed to do. So. One, one thing I liked about uh, Kamala and her at, at school, she wasn't really, you know, she wasn't the, the lowest kid on the totem pole. She wasn't certainly the most popular. She was kind of stuck in the middle and it, and that seemed a little bit of a kind of a, a fair representation of what, how most people kind of feel. They're just like, you know, they're, they're, they're going to get, they're going to get teased by some, but then they're, they're going to get uh, um, accepted by others. It was just felt it felt a little bit more realistic. And I never felt like she was being, um, y- you know, teased for her heritage or her culture necessarily. Just right. because because that's it's it's just it's an immigrant population. Everyone's like that. I mean, that's kind of a high school yeah. I grew up. We had all, all, all sorts. You never really think of of, oh, this person's uh, Asian, this person's right. black. It, it just, these are all people. And, and you know, there's, you, you treat people different ways, but it's more because of your peer relationships and just kind of pressures. It, it was more like, like jocks, nerds. Yeah, uh, you know, exactly. <laughs> um, Rather I, than. I thought they did a good job representing that without making it feel like anyone's trying to, to force kind of these, um, yeah, things that don't really. Always separation exists. by race. They didn't yeah. try and push any separation by race. And, and I liked the point of view, like Nina brought out when they were at the the celebration. I don't know what the the, the Muslim yeah. event was, but how they kind of talked. You, you talked how they kind of pointed out different different people, and and it was more from the point of view of people who were in the know in kind of a cheeky way, kind of a fun way. You didn't get to feel yeah. like like it was yeah. it was anyone putting putting these people down because of... I think they were putting down the, the, the mosque bros, though. I think there was a kind of a... Yeah, uh, but a little bit of like, uh... Hey. A lot, but it's, it's Eid Mubarak is the holiday. Hey. Okay. Oh, nice. Okay. I was saying, when they said the mosque bros, could you guys just smell the Axe uh, body spray coming off the phone oh, yeah. at that point? <laughs> yes. I have a friend. I have a friend who's Iranian. And that's all he talks about is Axe body spray. <laughs> <laughs> I just I saw that I saw that on the screen and literally my nose went Axe body spray. I it just it was one of those so so poignant. Yeah. I was like oh it's good. I, 
the Eastern Europeans in my town. It's like it's like uh, Axe body spray and uh and tracksuit game. Their tracksuit oh, game is oh, really on top. Track. So, well, that's like what movie? What there were? What's there? Yeah, it was. Oh, it was. Uh, it was Hawkeye. Hawkeye with yeah. the the tracksuit mafia. Right. Tra- legit from the they co- were East. They were Eastern European. Yep, and it's yeah, legit right. from the it's, comics. One hundred percent true. <laughs> I believe it. Yep. It's funny. I just actually bought an Adidas uh, zip-up jacket, and every time I put on it, I'm like, man, if I just had the matching pants, how cool would that be? <laughs> well, I have. That's I have. I have a pair of the Adidas Snapside pants that are like the satin. Nice. Like I, I need a black. Yeah, oh, right. I need a black with the with the three stripes sleeves. Yeah, yeah, you got to do it. <laughs> Nothing, nothing's uh, better than just a full tracksuit. Right. Um, so I'm I'm the the one. I don't know where we were. Sorry, I, I got bumped off. You do it's you do what you can do. You just do what you do. <laughs> yeah, I'm just doing what I can do. Um, I don't know where we are. I don't know if I'm like I'm I'm messing up the vibe, but I the one thing I really liked, and I think Steve touched on this before about the chalkboard. He talked about the chalkboard uh, stuff, you know. um, Also, I think if I'm not if I'm if I'm recalling it right, the music was pretty good at the intro and the outro. Like all the music was very good on the intro and the outro, and also the the difference of the uh, like the outro was always different. If I recall, yeah, it was always a different song, and I'm. It was Pretty a different much... song and different graphics to some degree. As I know well. the intro, uh, like like the Marvel logo. Graphics are yeah. new. There was in, one that was even the old individual. fashioned. The old, old, yeah. uh, each so, each episode had a different one. Well, when they were in Pakistan, it was in, um, it was in Urdu, so yeah. You, you mentioned the the chalkboard, or you referenced that I mentioned the chalkboard. When I saw that, it reminded me of uh, Doc Brown in Back to the Future and how he made his ah. models. Sorry, I couldn't make this yeah. to scale because they were always just like overboard detail where you look at it and yeah. you go, my gosh, how much time did you spend on that chalkboard drawing? Yeah. Which was just, I mean, it was amusing that, that it went to that extent. But It's well, funny you say right. that. It reminded me of uh, from uh, Love and Thunder when Meek has the whole story uh, from the movie on the chalkboard where they're talking about it. If you freeze frame that and look at it, I don't know if we talked about it, but it actually has the rest of the movie from the point they're at even on that chalkboard. Oh, it has the entire really? movie, oh. even past the point where they're at in the movie when he shows it. I was like, that's that's some cool-ass Easter egg shit. But, yeah, I love the chalkboard scene. It It's a fun premise, right? It's her her using her imagination, and they're putting it to film, right? They, right. they do the whole... Uh, how I'm going to escape, and she jumps out the window and does the flip and does the superhero landing and everything. And, you know, and that's all on the chalkboard, but it's her talking about it and them filming it. And then they go and do the actual uh, escape, and it just doesn't, you know, she flips and lands on her back in the leaves. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Did you you guys ever see the movie that Dudley Moore, I think it was actually a remake, but uh, Unfaithfully Yours, where Uh, this was back in the 80s and stuff. Uh, but but it was the same sort of, of stuff. Years. He was planning out some, uh, you know, he was gonna. I think he was gonna murder someone or something like that. But he was gonna. <laughs> but but he goes through this whole plan in his mind. Dudley Moore was gonna murder somebody. I can only think of him as Arthur. That's pretty funny. I know it was it was a follow up, <laughs> and I actually really kind of enjoyed this movie. Although I looked it up, and apparently, it was not very well received. It got kind of it got poo pooed on. From the critics, but anyway, I was a kid. I didn't care. I just liked Dudley Moore. I liked Arthur. Arthur. Um, but uh, but he did that same thing where he had this big plan on how he was going to get away with something, and you see it all play out. 
you know, that's a big part of the movie is him playing out this this plan in his in his mind, and then it switches, and then the the rest of the movie is the the, the same plan, but how it really turns out, and it just goes completely wrong. And that was that was very similar to this, where it shows the the ideal, and then of course what happens, and it's nothing like what what they want to happen. Right. Yeah. I love that stuff too. Well, it's a good trope in movies where, yeah, they have the perfect plan, but it just doesn't come through, and it's it's always comical usually when it does. And they, you know, they did it with perfect. Uh, one of the cool things uh, I saw with this that I thought was really interesting is the main actress who plays Miss Marvel, Kamala Khan. Um, this was her first role, yeah, uh, ever, and yeah. um, and oh. she got this really? role. Yeah, she got this role because she found out that they were doing the the casting call, and she's always been a comic book nerd. She's actually cosplayed as as Miss Marvel and and oh, wow. and as Captain yeah, Marvel. She's, and a, she's, she's a huge she's a huge nerd. It's, didn't she even show off her collection during her little video yeah. uh, interview? <laughs> yeah. So the yes. coolest thing that I found out though is on the off screen, she would have arguments with Kevin Feige and point out where he was wrong. Oh about Marvel <laughs> and was right 90% of the time just like put him in his place and I was like that's that's some big balls right there like just to come in <laughs> just like look here Kevin okay so this is <laughs> what we're doing <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know <laughs> you know everybody else calls him Mr. Feige but she's she calls it she calls him Kevin um but yeah I just thought it was great and and I think she did an incredible job um her her persona comes through so well in this that she she is in you know embodied Kamala Khan and in Miss Marvel in such a way that it's it's so genuine and I think that really comes through and helps the show same with her mother and father right they come through just so genuine and I yeah. think that's what is so incredible about this this show is uh most the actors or at least the ones we care about for the most part <laughs> the, the main family uh, yeah. Are so genuine and, and enjoyable. You know, you got Bruno. Uh, I I have to say, um, I felt bad for Bruno through this because you know you talked about the love triangle, and I was like, dude, he's getting the short in the stick all the time. He's he's that he's that he got friend zoned, yeah. kind of thing. And I was like, that motherfucker. Like he needs to just step up and and put the foot down because I, I felt bad for him because I, I I guess I've been a Bruno. I, I I should say maybe is what happened. But uh, I was like I was like. That sucks. And I, and I wasn't sure because I haven't read the comics. So I was like, is Bruno an actual character in the comics? So I had to go check it out. And he is. Uh, I think that's incredible that they did it. Uh, cool thing, you know, they talk about where he gets the internship to, I think, they, Caltech, Caltech or something. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, in the comic books, it's actually in Wakanda. He, he ends up uh, getting a, a scholarship to go study in Wakanda. Oh, really? Yeah, so cool. I thought that was kind of neat. I thought it was pretty cool that his, you know, his uh, skills, his scientific skills didn't go overboard like we've been seeing lately. Um, He's not a Tony Stank. No, yeah, I mean, he, he was able to make those gloves, gloves that lit up. I was, I was almost ex expecting that they were going to do some sort of, harness some sort of superpower that he created. <laughs> like, of course, there's got to be someone. No, he's, just, does, a, but, he's but no, just a he was, regular high school guy. Yeah, and that was good. That was yeah, he's, refreshing. He's got, a soldering, he's got a soldering iron and the internet, and he made yep. gloves that yeah. lit up. 
and yeah. makes all the you know. He, he did have that iPad it. app that basically could see the where where her, yeah. her power was coming from. I thought that was a little. Uh, I don't know what apps those are. Maybe that's part of the the uh, you know the, the new 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 tools that we have now that we've had alien invasions and you know what was in well, Hong Kong. His with. middle name is is Wiley Coyote. Super genius. Super right? genius. So, okay. <laughs> so, uh, super genius. So yeah, uh, yeah. In the in the comics, he's he's one of those guys who's just like you know. Uh, in comics, there's always. I mean, most the people that you know are supporting characters that aren't like you know have superpowers are also on that genius level, and he's one of those guys. And I think it's cool that they they brought that into us. And and he is that's he is what he is in the in the show is he's a sidekick to her. He was the first person to find out about her powers and 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 know about her dual identity and, and was always her best friend. And I did find out later on in in some of the comics he uh, he gets out of that friend zone. Um, I don't know how it ends up, but I did hear he got out of the friend zone, so that's good to know because uh, it kind of sucked it to, that he got put into there. Well, I I have to say, um, I know I know we're supposed to feel bad for him and say, oh, you know, he should end up with. I do. <laughs> with her and i'm thinking i do as, i've been like, there here's, here's the thing as as a person as as a as a parent of an almost teenager <laughs> when the when the uh counselor when the guidance counselor said oh you got this uh you got this scholarship to caltech and he, and he has like you know the part of the movie where the hero's life changes this is this is your moment and he's like oh i don't know if i want to leave jersey yeah. city and leave my friends and i'm like you know, and then when he got his heart broken, he's like, "Well, I guess I'm going to Caltech." I'm like, "That will pay off better for you, Bruno." Trust. Oh, me. for sure. You'll always be friends with Kamala, but <laughs> but so so Nina, this getting an advance in your in in your in your career will help you the rest of your life. <laughs> yeah. So we brought you on for the female voice for sure, and, and a little bit of Bo. Uh, but I, I can oh, speak okay. first. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, I can say we I'm, I'm pretty sure that me, Steve and Bo have always been that you know, we're kind of that nice guy that gets friend zoned by the girl because because we were Bruno's, you know, we're there to support him and be that. And so when, when you see yeah. that, it, you, you, it goes back to those days when you got friend zoned or you were like, oh, I just. Yeah. And so that's why I, I think there's a lot of guys that are going to represent with that because the other guys. The, the slimy, like, little, I'm too cool, I got a car, you can drive it kind of... Those guys, they're not watching Marvel. They, they're, I don't know where they're at, but I'm pretty sure they're not watching Marvel. But, no, I, I get what you're saying. It, he's right, and, and, and yes, you got to take that You got to take that trip to Caltech or in the comics that you got to go to Wakanda, and which yeah. turned out great for him because he became best friends with T'Challa's uh, son, essentially, and got, like... Uh, he got injured in the comics pretty bad where he had a, a full limp and everything. They give him a, a, a vibranium suit and he gets to walk around normal and stuff. So yeah. he gets, he gets, yeah. So it's kind of cool. Uh, Bruno comes up in the comics a little bit. So, but I just, I, I had to point that out cause I, I, I didn't, I didn't realize it at first when I was watching it, but at the, at the end when I looked back and I was like, God damn, I feel for Bruno, man. <laughs> he just was always getting that short end. Got called Brian. Come on, it's not even his name. Yeah, that that was that guy was not cool for that. But yeah. um I I I'm glad that he wasn't like super mean and bitter about it. Oh yeah, no. I think I mean a lot of times you know that He values the friendship over the, yeah, the crush. I mean there I know a lot of guys 
or of a lot of guys, I'm not <laughs> who who will be like, oh, I was friends with this girl, and I listened to all her problems, and I did all these things with her, and then she dated someone else, and I'm like. Were you just friends with her because yes. you were hoping? But that's yeah, that's yeah, the difference. They weren't really romance. friends. Yeah, so I think Bruno was really her friend, and yes, she'll come around. She'll see. She'll see Bruno when he comes back from Caltech with the big brain and the, <laughs> yeah, know, the big brain of Bob. <laughs> yeah, she'll 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 be you know, and all this and all of his stories and and a cool and a cool Caltech sweatshirt. She'll she'll be impressed, but. Um, <laughs> I'm glad, it didn't, I'm glad it didn't drive the narrative. It didn't seem like, yeah, you know, it exactly. was. In that, that's, it, that's what I, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like yeah, that it's, and honestly, she's 16. She's not pairing off for life at this point. No. Yeah. You know? No, no. And nobody expects that. I just, I, I just, I, I have to say that, you know, uh, I know, I know myself and, and I won't speak for Steve or, or, uh, and say that they were Brunos also, but I've I've been a Bruno, so I, I get it. It it yeah. sucks, <laughs> but it's also one of those things. Is I I also remain friends with that person, and you know I still talk to her today on Facebook, which is is funny because I uh, I have a friend on Facebook I went to high school with, and I look, she's not friends with very many other people that we went to high school with, but I'm one of them, so I was like, yes, I made the, <laughs> made the group, so I was, it's just kind of cool. Um, the family in this was was great, right? The mother. I loved him. And, uh, and I, I, I even loved her brother and his and his. The brother yeah. was great too. Oh yeah, all of them. <laughs> yeah. The father though, that father yeah. was kick ass. Yeah. When, I I really missed him when when they went to to Pakistan. Pakistan, yeah. And I'm like I'm like he should be there. Come on. <laughs> I get it though. You know? Yeah, I get it. I get it. It's it's kind of you know sometimes you got to have that. Uh, you got to have that single parent single child uh moments right you know where where they get a bond with just the mother just the father kind of thing it's it, and then and that i think came out in this and i i like watching the mother and how when she was you know reacquainted with her mother and then you got to see her character change a little bit very reflective of 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 kamala and how she interacts with her own mom and it added a little bit more dimension to the to the to the mother you got and you, you got to see her own her own youth uh that that she didn't display when earlier in the show that was well that's what they did really good in this is they they had the family element mm -hmm. right um yeah. it was perfect um mother was very sorry about that Mother was very overbearing in the beginning, right? You're kind of like, like, you know, just. I think that's kind of supposed to be a cultural thing, though, right? Um, I think it's, I, I think it's cultural. I think it. Well, I mean, you, you get that across cultures, though, too. You get yeah. you get some parents, regardless of their culture, are going to be overbearing and and protective, yeah. and you get some yeah, parents in in other cultures, regardless of it, that are a little more less or a little more absent, maybe. Yeah. I, I I do I do think they struck a struck a nice balance between her mother, at being sort of overprotective and and like, you know you have to you have to stay home and study and this is too dangerous and all that stuff and at the same time, like, you she know, cut like, her some slack. Not only that, but you could tell she really loved her. Like, like, yeah. I, you know, I, I want it's... you to be happy. I wish you could. I wish I could. I wish I were the kind of mother that could say, fine, go <laughs> con and have a good time, but I'm not. So you have to stay home, you know? Right. Well, I think part of it is also, if you think about it, I mean, she was brought up in that culture. Um, probably not. I, I, I'm trying to think of the timing, but 
she was brought up in that in that culture, not you know she was born in Pakistan, right? The the mother was yeah the mother yeah, yeah so the mother was no born no in no the, the mother was well she had yes, an accent you're right, she had you're a very right, strong right. accent yes, 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 so I'd yes, imagine yes. she was so the yeah. mother was born in Pakistan she was um, she came over she probably had these aspirations like I want to do what my daughter's doing and now I'm in the U S so now I need to like maybe cut her a little slack, not be so overbearing like my mom was to me when it was like maybe so driven when I was in Pakistan. It's just, I mean, that's yeah. just my... There, my there are cultural thing. aspects to it, but I also think that I think I saw, rather than the cultural part of it, what I saw more was the, the first child, second child, uh, boy versus girl uh, conundrum that you get, you know, where... The first child gets away with a little bit more sometimes because they're older, uh, and the boys get away with a little bit more than than our girls are allowed. I saw a little bit more of that than than necessarily the cultural part of it, but I mean, it it is part of it. What it is, I mean, they had a lot of of actual um, you know uh, Muslim and Pakistani. Uh, writers and directors and stuff like this so i i believe that they they brought a lot of that into it i don't think it was necessarily beat over the head that you have to take it this way or that way i think it was just how it was and it made the the dynamics with it great but it was also one of those you felt the love 100 percent for the mom you felt the yeah for me well, as a father family, i think actually. yeah for the father i mean like i would be down to like when he jumped in with that hulk suit on yeah. Like, oh my yeah, God. I would have been the, I would have been the same way. I'd have been like, yeah, let's go. Which I, <laughs> I kind of wish that, you know, that I wish you would have stepped up and said, mom, look, I'll go with dad, but I'm wearing my own costume. I'm not wearing that, that funky ass Hulk thing you made for me. Not that way. Cause she's not disrespectful mom that yeah. way, but, but, you know, and then, and then went to the con with her dad and, and Bruno, cause Bruno and her dad got along like, you know, and the thing is, her her dad probably would have had a good time. Those conventions, are, those conventions that, are fun. It yeah, was just, well, that's what I mean. They could have they could have made this they could have made this low key and really had this whole thing been about just her in the neighborhood with her family and and maybe yeah. fighting damage control and had six episodes that could have been a total just blast fun the whole way through, and it would have been, in my mind, a better series. But. Uh, you know, then then you do you do this the, the clandestine and you give that more you give that more time and you give that more weight and you have more more stuff and you get the the heavier in the second season. But it is what it is. But yeah, I love the the father, the brother. They have the wedding scene. Come on, the you wedding. knew that was coming. The wedding was <laughs> the dance. The the wedding was lovely. I I um I never I have to say I I like the I like the sheik sheik Abdallah. Um, yes, you're you're uh, muted, Bo. <laughs> yeah, keep going. Oh, anyway, I I thought he was, uh, you know, when in the the scene in the beginning when the girls are are all whispering in the back. Oh, right, right, yeah. And uh, and and he's like, uh, ladies, we and, you know, and, <laughs> and 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 and. The, and uh, Kamala is complaining and she's like, well, we're sitting all the way back here and we can't see you. And he says, this is to preserve everyone's modesty, but thank you for reminding us how important it is to speak our minds. And, yeah. you know, I mean, it was very, again, he was sort of, he was reprimanding her, but he wasn't being mean about it. He was, you know, he yeah. was, he was, he was gently instructing her. And then when 
he came to her house later and was talking to her. And, you know, I just, he was, he was, he was charming. And then, but then the whole wedding with, I don't, Oh my I, God. I, that I is so I, cool. Yeah. I want to, I, I want to go back and get my, get married again, but I want to just sit back on a chair and, you know, just say, <laughs> yeah, I do three times. Yeah. That was so, I don't, you know, I don't need to stand there and almost pass out because I locked my knees and had too much to drink uh -oh. before. Uh-oh. <laughs> Sounds like a personal problem, Noah. You want to get married in the alcove, right? Yeah, I would say exactly. that yeah, you, you talk about, you, you, you said you drank too much before. I think the, I did. Funny, the funny thing about weddings to me, I've had two. I've never <laughs> been hungover at either one. Oh yeah, the adrenaline just pulls you out of that hangover every time for me. I was I wasn't hungover, but I did have a couple too many cranberry and vodkas on the way. Uh, we got we had a uh, uh, a bunch of the groomsmen at one hotel, and they came and picked us up in a, a limo. It was only about maybe a three mile drive, maybe four at the most. <laughs> I put back about six. Wow. Um, yeah. <laughs> so uh, yeah. you know, uh, nerves got to me. You know, and my my cousins and my best men and. Friends uh, were not smart enough to stop me, but they did hold me up straight. I I never fell over, so I'll nice, give that. nice. Uh, but th I thought that wedding scene was incredible. Like they're just, it's like kicking back at a, a brewery or you know having having nachos yeah. and a beer. Like they're just chit chatting. Like yeah, you like this guy? Say it three times and he's yours. You like this girl? Say it three times and she's yep. yours. I was like that is so casual and cool. I thought it was fun. Uh, and then you know. Uh, we, you know, we did RRR not too long ago, and uh, one of the best scenes in that movie is the dance scene, and that's something that's known from, you know, from Bollywood and stuff like that, and in the Tollywood and the movies like that, these these dance scenes, and I, I don't know if they happen at every uh, wedding like that, but the the fact that they did that and and made it look so cool, I hope that's what they do at every wedding, because I was. Like, I have to, <laughs> I have to say, I. I went to cool a shit. I went to a wedding and a friend of ours married uh, a girl whose family was from India. Uh, they were not Muslim; they were Sikh. But okay. uh, it was it was the most inc elaborate, incredible wedding. It's like we got there Friday night, and they had a dinner buffet for us, and we pretty much ate the whole <laughs> weekend. Yeah, except for the three hours of the wedding, which was. You know, but it was about 30 or 40 of his family and about 300 of her family. Oh, shit. And yeah. they're huge. And they're huge. there's like a parade, right? I mean, there's a parade oh, yeah. surrounding. They, they... I, I, I was in San Francisco when I was working one Saturday. And there's a couple of hotels around where I used to work when I was at this one, this one company. And I, I'm sitting there. I'm the only one in the office. And all of a sudden, I hear this music. And it's loud. <laughs> it's like, who's the fuck here and who's playing music? And I finally look out the window and there are probably, like Nina's saying, like 400, 300, 400 people coming up the street. And there's they're led by, there's a, like a forerunner with the back open with like speakers <laughs> and they're playing and they're playing music. Um, I, I don't know what the style of music you would you would call it. Uh, but you know, trying to traditional music for a for a Hindu wedding, potentially, and um, then the bride and groom are on horses, and there's like everybody's in these elaborate outfits, and it was just oh yeah, and they and it's Saturday in San Francisco, and they like shut down like five blocks of streets, like it was, um, like 
like like it was um, um, Chinese New Year or something. Like it was nice. just like insane and, the and the the effort and the and the the sort of uh, not circumstance the sort of like pomp and circumstance and everything that goes into the wedding yeah. for this kind of a thing. It's pretty impressive. And, and as far as the dancing goes, after after dinner, the the groom did have like a dance that he he and his mm-hmm. groomsmen performed for the bride. Like choreographed then, or whatever? Yeah, choreographed, uh, lip-synced the whole bit. Yeah. And um, when that was over, they cleared the dance floor and they put on like some Bollywood-type music and literally 200 people mm. ran to the dance floor as fast yeah. as they could oh, and wow. started like doing like the Bollywood, like the, you know, like the, like in like the classic with the kind waving, of, yeah. waving their hands and kicking their feet. And I mean, it, it sounds terrible. It was amazing though. It was, it was beautiful to see and it was just so energetic and they, and such joy. It was, it was the, it was one of the greatest weddings I've ever been to. It was just amazing. (laughs) That's what I think was really cool is they had that in there. It it brought some of the culture to it. It brought, it was a fun, fun portion. Uh, You know, uh, then we get into the fight, which it was a, it was a decent Marvel fight, but it was also one of those. It was just like a little bit over the, like little, like little over the top for the bad guy. Like she, she said, maybe, why do you got to try and kill yeah, her? It and, felt you know? forced. Like, okay, we yeah. have to throw a fight yeah. scene in here, but the motivation behind it seemed a little, you know, too easily triggered. Well, not only that, but the whole, uh, the, the whole motivation behind them really is weird through the whole thing because it's like, oh, we want to go home. We've only been 18,000 years, but we got to go home tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, even though it might break, and then, and then we get the flip at the end where she just all of a sudden goes, ah, nah, you know, destroy your world, and and kills her, you know, basically sacrifices herself, and it's kind of like, it's unearned. It's uh, it just. Yeah, it was very. That was very underdeveloped. The, yeah, that's why I say that the the whole second story, I'm gonna call it because that's that's the way I see it, is that that's that second story was very underdeveloped and very rough on the edges. Do you do you and tie that second story it. to the uh, when when they went to Pakistan back in I do too. 1970, I do. Uh, yeah. 1947 that because because I like yeah. that how they tied that kind of family connection between her great grandmother they could have done they could have do, um, <clears throat> done the family thing like they could have found another way to do it without involving yeah. the you know the whole gin and and uh, clandestines and stuff like that I I wouldn't have mind that but the whole it to me it's tied to it because of the way everything goes with the red daggers and the war between them and oh my god i gotta you know it just it was for it was shoehorned into this is is almost like oh but you got to make this comic movie level uh world ending disaster that she has to save us from instead of just like you know neighborhood spider-man kind of like no just take care of your neighborhood like i would have much rather seen that her her fighting some local thugs and maybe damage control for six episodes uh, dealing with her family, dealing with Bruno, dealing with trying to, you know. You, you know, one of the things I'm kind of, one of the things I thought was interesting is that in no way was any of her powers tied to Captain Marvel. I thought, I, I think in the comic book, there is some ties to Krill or something like that with her powers. Kree. Sorry. Well, she, in the, Kree, in the, but, in the um, comic, she's an inhuman. Okay, and they did mention she's got a mutation, so there's they might draw from that. But maybe 
Because we yeah, did have a little... came from a completely different place in the comics. Yeah, it seemed it no... seemed it's it yeah. seemed it was its own story, which I, I thought was nice. You know, her only connection to Captain Marvel is she's just a fan a fangirl. You know, she just really really loves her. But at the same time, they have that scene at the very very at the end. Beginning. Huh? At the beginning, but at the very so you forgot to say. Sorry, I. I it I, isn't until after the say. after the credits of, of episode six that we have that little scene where Carol Danford, you know, swaps places. It does some sort of Freaky Friday or something. And, that, I don't and know. that's a set. Well, it's a setup for the Marvels movie. I know that, and in fact, I think the director of the Marvels movie actually shot that scene. Shot that. Um, yeah. Um, oh, really? But I wonder if they needed to have some sort of because you say there's there was no. Uh, except for that t- rip in the rip in the nor that interdimensional rip that you know could have destroyed this this universe or this multiverse in a sense, um, maybe that was the the one way of kind of calling Carol Danford to to this situation to elevate it well, to to uh, uh, Avengers status. Well, but it's all it was done. It was done by the time Danvers got involved. No, well, the, I, the pro- it just the happened was in this, a moment. So the problem is, is that. In the beginning, she's all about all the heroes. Like she has the little, uh, she does the little stop motion drawing picture paper uh, Avengers Endgame kind of battle, right? Sure. Yeah. She's she's all, but then she doesn't talk about any other superhero at oh, all. Oh the no, rest she was, of it. She was totally into into Captain Marvel because she even does the whole thing about how Captain Marvel saved it all. I mean, it was it was over the top. Yeah, how, no, but how that's what I mean. Is, Captain Marvel. But in the beginning, she's all about it, and then you don't hear anything else about it until the very end, and then all of a sudden she's into Marvel again and Marvel shows up. So it, it was like they had a a story set up and how her it was a it was a character f- trait that I think they had going and then dropped, and and that it's like. You think you they know, dropped it? Oh, I think she got more into trying to find her own origin, but I I, I didn't feel that left. But I, I it was. But I mean, more... that's just part of it. It's like I think they could have done more with that. I I just that that was my thing. Um, is I think like I said, the two stories, I would have rather had just the one. I would have rather had the more it's, low it, key. It's definitely something that we could relate to more. Our own adoration of of, of superheroes, you know, comic book <laughs> superheroes and stuff, and how we had our own little you know, fantasies about about how we might meet those characters and, and uh, come up with our own, oh, for our own sure. little, little powers and stuff. Um, but that's what I mean is, is like, I think if, you know, I mean, she makes that statement at one point, she goes, oh, I am a superhero. And it's like, well, why wouldn't she kind of reach out or, try, you know, there, it doesn't ever go back. If she was so much into superheroes before, like they talk about in the beginning, why did all of a sudden she didn't really talk about him or why didn't she's like, Oh, I should be trying to find this person to help me or get a whole, you know, it, it just was it like, it could have, it could have been done better. It, it is what it is. Um, would you get a, would you give it a recommendation or not? Uh, um, well, okay. So if you're a completist, like I am with MCU, yes, you're going to watch it. If you, if you are not a completist. Well, that, that's not what I mean by recommendation. I, I, no, I mean, no, I know I'm getting there. Okay. I'm, getting, I'm okay. getting there. Give me a chance there. Okay. <laughs> uh, but what I'm saying is if you're not a completist and this is, and you just, you're into Marvel for, you know, it would depend on what you're into it for. Like if you're like, oh my God, I loved, you know, Captain, uh, or, uh, you know, Captain America Winter Soldier. I loved how it, it I'd be like, then this one's not for you. You know, if, if Captain you, America Winter Soldier, not many of us. Yeah, okay, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? I mean, if you're into, if no, you're into the more superhero-y things and, uh, like... Well, I'll tell you is, this. The thing, the thing that I, I think 
I don't know how to describe it. So when I was watching this, when it first came out, I kind of, I, I think I watched it when episode five came out. So I was able to kind of binge watch gotcha. quite a bit of it and then watch episode six. I think I watched like when it, when it came out. Cause this was every week, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah so release. I think I watched episodes like one through four, one through five, like all at once. And then episode six, I, I had to actually wait to see the final uh, piece. But at the time, I was working at, at work. I was working with a woman who was an intern who was from Pakistan who was Muslim. And I was talking to her about this. And I, I mean, like, I was like, you should watch it. I think it's, I mean, I, I had a bunch of questions for her. I had <laughs> talked to her about it. I was like, why, you know, what's, what's the difference between... Um, there's two Eids. There's Eid Mubarak, and then there's another Eid. And I was uh, asking her about that, and like she was like a resource for me. And she's like, "Yeah, I want to watch it because it it, it is a Muslim character. It is a, uh, a character from Pakistan." And uh, yeah, I was able to kind of figure out. I was like, "So," which I think there's some. I, I I'm surprised, maybe not surprised. I'm I'm curious about the uh, the whole uh, Hajib. The, the 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 hajib that her friend wears who's a year ahead of her in school what is i mean when you wear the hajib that's when you like become a woman and well but it was well, an, you have she she explained it in there it was a choice for her yeah i mean they don't they don't seem to be particularly um strict like her mother doesn't wear one but her mm -hmm. sister-in-law does. I mean, it seems to yeah. me like, like a personal choice. Yeah. Well, like, they, they explain it directly in there that it is. It what she explains why yeah. she put it on and what it was for, and then she says as she was wearing it, she she grasps more onto what it meant, and so she continues to wear it. Where yeah. the only other time you see uh, Kamala Khan put it on is when she goes into the mosque, which is probably like a restriction. Like it's like you yeah, must yeah. wear it while you're yeah. here and stuff. Well, like and that. then and then to that point, even going into the mosque, I asked her about the the shoe stealing. Like I'm like, <laughs> is that like made up? She's like, no, it 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 happens. <laughs> that happens anywhere. Everybody puts their damn shoes in a cubby Not at the bowling alley. <laughs> well, well, that's because you don't get to just randomly grab your own back but if anywhere yeah, where they you, keep it behind the desk there right exactly so. <laughs> yeah no that happens i mean i remember having my shoes stolen in wrestling uh when we were practicing really i've never I, i've never had my shoes stolen ever so well we uh, just all threw our bags and stuff on the side of the you know like lock an open yeah, yeah, locker yeah. thing and, and someone someone snagged them I, I found out who it was and got them back but it was yeah. you know one of those is like yeah anytime your shoes are just out there and you got you know teenagers around yeah, you got some fly no. shoes, they're going to go disappear and <laughs> guarantee it. But I think it was, I mean, I don't know. Based on the shoes that were stolen, I think it was more than that. But, yeah, I get your point. I mean, they had, like, I think she had Gucci shoes or, <laughs> or something. She had some really nice nice shoes. At I thought they were, like, to me, they looked like white Converse that were all decorated up. No, not, I mean, hers were. Yeah. But her, her friend, her shoes got stolen. Oh, okay. And they were, like, designer shoes. But, um, no, I guess... Uh, no, but I, I think I, I forget how we got on this. On this, <laughs> you started part. it. <laughs> I mean, I, I kind of did, but I think I think it's well. It's whether or not you I, recommend it as a successful series. Oh, or not. it's true, true. Yeah, recommend I would it. recommend. I think it's a successful series. I mean, I, I, it, it's there's not going to be a, 
Is there a season two, or is there not going to be a season two? It's going to. Well, it's going, going into the Marvel's movie. The Marvel's movie. Yeah, so, so they don't know after that. It, it may become a series. Uh, it, it's hard to say. It, it had yeah. good critical reception uh, from critics. I, I think it got yeah. review bombed at the beginning, and then uh, and but then since then the audience score has gone up. But it didn't have the viewership uh, as as the the previous ones. Although it also didn't have. You know, the marketing, I think, it, right? The marketing. No, it had very... marketing. Did it? Well, oh no, they okay. pumped, they pumped the shit out of this one. Well, they did. It, it launched the same day Obi Wan did, so it kind of had, True. and it and oh, that's right. And it also didn't have uh, you know a big name attached to it, which was the first one. So it, but it only got about half the audience compared to the, you know something like Moon Knight. Um, <laughs> Here's the thing: is this is better in Moon Knight and better than Obi Wan for sure. <laughs> yeah. I can't tell you oh, about Obi Wan. I, I watched the first episode and turned it off. <laughs> so, and you're a Star Wars fan. I know. I know. I, I would it's, say it, it it compares with Book of Boba Fett for. Whoa, yeah, whoa. Okay. No. Not. Now, I mean, okay. Because <laughs> I'm saying Mandalorian is like the elite series. Yeah, yeah but Book of Boba Fett is was was really. It's bad not to great me. either. Yeah. It's 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 half good, half bad. Uh, yeah. Now let's let's just let's keep it in the Marvel well, realm, though. Sorry. Okay, so there this, there's six series out now. We haven't reviewed um, She-Hulk, so we'll leave that one out. Not so as of good the as She-Hulk, in my opinion. So as the ahead. previous four, right? We've got WandaVision, uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, Loki, Hawkeye, uh, Moon Knight. Okay, so there is five, and this one. Out of those six, like where would you put this? Essentially, you know, I. I'd say in my, I mean, better than Moon Knight for me. I mean, you know, I didn't even, yeah. I mean, I was busy, <laughs> but I, I, I was yeah. not looking forward to trying to participate in the Moon Knight, <laughs> Moon Knight review. So it's definitely better than Moon Knight. Um, I, and we always talk about this and no, no, this is your big thing. Rewatchability. Yes. I would rewatch this before I rewatch WandaVision. Okay. I would rewatch this before I watch, rewatch Probably Loki. I wouldn't rewatch it before um, Falcon. 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 Mm -hmm. I wouldn't. I would watch Falcon the Winter Soldier maybe again. And then, and then Hawkeye. And then I think Hawkeye. Hawkeye and yeah, Hawkeye and Falcon the Winter Soldier. I think are the two best. But um, it's right up there. It's like top. Yeah. It's top three, and they're all like they're not like a widespread. Yeah. In my opinion. Yeah. Yeah, I I agree. I don't I don't think they're really widely spread out i think they're all pretty good um huh. but yeah this was enjoyable and i it's yeah. i i i rewatched i watched it originally and then i rewatched it this past weekend in preparation for this podcast and i'm like yeah there's there's a lot to really love about it it's very <laughs> charming um yeah if they want to make a season two that would be great i'm looking forward to seeing her in the marvels um and you when know. is that? Is that 2025? No. No, no, that's no, the end no, of this no, year. That's, I want to say November this year. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Here, okay. But, here's, but here's the thing with, you know, the reality of the business of it with, um, you know, everybody being so critical. It's like phase four had serious, serious problems. And... The whole How about Marvel just one series? How about just one series? <laughs> Compared, I mean, it was... <laughs> No, let's not, let's she's not right. Jump off she's a right. 
It, well, All right. I don't think it's too serious. Is I think it's one. Put it this serious, way: but... Siri, uh, uh, phase four is definitely the lowest phase. Oh my god! Yes. No kidding. Yeah, Fa phase four has some problems that it needs to solve and yeah. it needs to work out. And I think, I think with the latest, uh, you know. Uh, interview or whatever that Kevin Feige did, it sounds like they're slowing things down for yeah. a bit. Like they were, you know, it's like, okay, we were trying to get out like three series and three movies every year. And we might pull back on that a little bit. Um, really? Yeah. There's, there's stuff that they announced that they were working on that they're like, uh, mm, this is on hold. Like um, they were going to do the Agatha Harkness series um oh yeah okay coven of chaos or the whatever. bad words the bad words huh? yeah, yeah 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 don't look at me yeah don't look at me yeah she was so she was so popular on wandavision and they're like oh yeah we have to get her yeah. series and just this past week they're like um we're having story problems with that so it's on hold indefinitely and huh. um you know they're uh, they talked about are they going to do uh, they're talking the, the new series that they're talking about they're, they're clear they're going to be way down the line you know a couple years down the line I mean Loki they just pushed back was supposed to be uh, season 2 was supposed to be starting soon and I think they just pushed it back to they said you know the end of summer which could be the end of September, as far as Disney's concerned, yeah, and that's it. That's that'll be what two and a half years since the last one, a year and a half, two years, something like that. It's been a while, yeah. So, you know, we'll see. Will there be? You know, I'd like to see a season two of Ms. Marvel, but it may not happen. You know. Yeah, I think if you had to have a season two of Ms. Marvel, would would Captain Marvel have to somehow? I mean, that's the that's the. Well, it depends on what happens in the movie. Yeah. Exactly yeah. what happens in the movie. I mean, that's the hard uh, part. I actually would like. I would. I think this could be good if they kind of take that Spider-Man route and say we're going to make it a little more low-key. We're going to make it a little more, you know, campy and fun, and and have one storyline. Uh, a second season could be fun, but we'll see what happens yeah. with with the think, end of I think that's kind of what we said about Moon Knight it had a lot of really good ideas but it was just a mess what we ended up seeing and yeah. a second season would be great if they could fix those things and get the, the and that's the, the same with this one working so well the story is yeah. is is a little all over the place a little patchwork um yeah. and and you know they did they they did some major reshoots I know we mentioned that yeah. a little bit earlier oh, they did? but like okay. I didn't, I didn't, like they changed the story they, were they changed the story big time somewhere in the middle and, and had shuffled the order reshoots. yeah yeah. yeah. Uh, so um, in interesting thing I did find out. I want to talk ahead. about really quick just because. Uh, so the mosque that they have is uh, they use the same building in Hawkeye for uh, the Rogers, the musical. Um, ah. that front of that. <laughs> so I, when I saw that, I was like, that's hilarious. I love it. I, uh, sure. That to me is so cool. That's um, funny. Yeah, yeah. I was like, that's um, yeah. clever. And, and we talked. So you know, oh, go ahead. We've been Sorry. talking about how they seem to be teeing up the Young Avengers. Yes. You know, if it Oh, for if sure. If they want to put her in a Young Avengers series, that I would be 
Well, 100% I think for it's got it's got to be coming. I mean, everything they've done has had a young person as a as at least yeah. a, a second build character in it. So it it's setting up for I believe the young they're, Avengers. I mean, they're teeing them up, and it's just and the, but they're not saying anything, and it's almost like I expect to like turn on Disney Plus and it just be there. Pages. It'd be a big splash page. It's like, hey, by the way, we have Young Avengers, the Young Avengers show on now, which would be fine. Yeah. I would, I if they do that. the stories right, I, I have no problem with young young superheroes. I just, I want good stories. I don't want shit written just yeah. to, to check boxes and, and pander to people. Well, I'm I mean, sure they've write had, good so stories. They've had years of that of that comic series, and they have a lot of really good stories in it. So Cool. I think I read yeah. one a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Let me ask you this. Do you guys think her friend, what's his name? Is it Bruno? Is her Bruno. Is her Bruno, buddy? Yeah. Yeah. Bruno, do you think he has, I'll say, a slight resemblance to, like, kind of a Peter Parker kind of a look? He actually tried out for that. Uh, it, oh, uh, he tried out for the, the Spider-Man role? Yeah, he did. He tried he out for He kind of has a look. Like, I'm, I'm, I have it. I, as we're... <laughs> I won't get through the whole thing, hopefully. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> I, I always have it on in the background when we're doing the podcast. Oh, right. Like, yeah, yeah. It, it, like, refreshes my memory and stuff. But um, the uh, seeing him, I'm like, he kind of, and I remember when I watched it the first time, he kind of has a Tom Holland kind of. He has a little bit of look. Of, yeah, I, I, I yeah. can see what you're saying. But he's a high school yeah, we saw that in, in Wednesday. What didn't necessarily look like Tom Holland's, but you know, Wednesday oh, right, had yeah. her her friend from the coffee shop. Uh, you know, that was kind, yep, of, yep. kind of that same friend zone character. That Wait, uh, did you did you what? guys do Wednesday? Did I? Yeah, did I forget? Yeah. We did. We did oh, Wednesday. Okay, I I mean, I'm sure I listened to it. I've listened to all of them. But, <laughs> um, I just yeah. Anyway. Yeah, that's that was a a, that movie. was a that was a fun one, and that's kind of it's it's interesting because that's another high school situation when you're dealing with different different cliques and how that all kind of plays out. That's certainly one that that dealt with. Well, I I think we even talked about with that one. It had had a couple too many stories. There was there was that yeah. whole uh, story about uh, where it went back to the Puritan evil guy. Yeah. And we thought maybe if they just took that out and focused on on the more uh, kind of the the school story would have been a little bit better. Yeah. Um, so going back to what I recommend this, and like I said, it really comes down to who I'm talking to and what I, what I believe they might be into. Cause this is, this is not a show for everyone. Uh, if you're, if you're a comic book fan, yes, this is, this is one to watch. Um, I think if you're a Marvel fan, I mean, yeah, I'm not, yeah. I'm, I've, I haven't been, a, I mean, I am a comic book fan, but I haven't read comic books in to me, that's years. that's the same. Comics and Marvel are the same. Okay. Right, uh, you enough. know, if you like superhero movies shows uh i think this is but but it's also one of those this is um rewatchability this is low on the totem pole for me like uh okay so let me let me i watched these as they came out here right now and i'm digging it i rewatched i rewatched um i watched it when it originally came out and i tried to rewatch this for the for the podcast I only got through the first three episodes, and I was just like, I can't, I can't do it. Really? Well, you know, you know, I want to go back to the very beginning. We started talking about audience, and to me, I look at this, and I thought it was a pretty successful series. I thought it was well made. It, it, yeah. it, it, it had a good pace. I don't think 
I would have watched it if it hadn't been for this. It's just not my <laughs> kind of thing. So when I think right. about, yeah, but I, th- I, I would say it was successful. It did a good job. I thought it was a better, it was put together a lot better than Moon Knight. Whereas yes. Moon Knight was something that's a little bit more, you know, I, I kind of get off on some of the, you know, some of the relationships and, and the characters. That's something that I wanted to work better. And maybe I'd rewatch yeah. that because I want to find some better things in this. But I think this was a more successful series, but it's not something I'm that interested. I mean, I, 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 I'm not because it's just not it's not for me. <laughs> so yeah. so I think target audience does make a difference. I can still look I, at it, it and say it was good. Um, it did have some flaws, but I think overall it was it was it was successful. But it's still hard for me to rate it because I don't think it fits into my realm of what I right. like necessarily. Here here for me there's there's three and a half episodes I, I care to watch. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed the first two. I kinda like the last one. A little bit of of the third one the fourth and fifth episodes to me were kind of boring i just didn't care about them as much yeah. and those had a lot of the reasons and maybe that's part of it yeah, um, that's an interesting comment because i wonder how looking at all the series like rating the episodes within the series which we haven't true. done no we haven't and i think that's something would that moving forward would be it worthwhile be. yeah because you know i'm sure we all have our preferences as to what episodes we like within the series. Like, I, I can't say for sure if I agree or disagree with you, but I'm saying it's an interesting <laughs> to talk about no, it, because it, it would be very interesting to see how we all rate, like, with the episode one, one through two, one to yeah. six. And I did hear that a lot from different people that they that certain people really like different episodes. Episode one was pretty much high on everybody's think everybody sure. really liked that kind of it Most felt like the comics are though right yeah well it, it's the pilot episode it gets usually gets yeah. a little more time a little bit more money. um but like in back to the rewatchability like the, to me this is this is kind of down like i think realistically if i had to put the six up that i talked about earlier uh this would be in that bottom bottom third for sure you know whether it's four or five i don't know but uh you know moon knight probably being one of the last ones uh, Hawkeye being, you know, the top one um, yeah. with Winter Soldier and Loki probably taking those next two where WandaVision this, uh, this one in, and uh, Moon Knight kind of taking the bottom. And it's funny because WandaVision is such a good show, but it was such a good show because it was so new and, innovative, you know, it was such a, like, what's going to happen next? But now that you know what happens, it's not as good to rewatch as, as far as, you it know. It was innovative, but not necessarily yeah. uh, warranted I mean, return was pretty, visit. I mean, yeah, I mean, thinking back to it, you're right. Looking back at that, the way they had the the sort of the sitcom, the various yeah. sitcoms of different eras and all that, I mean, that's very unique. But once you, I don't know, I haven't gone back and watched it. And who, yeah, that's but, what I mean. But I, I mean. Who knows if I, I ever will? I've watched, I've Just watched the, time. the whole Hawkeye series. I've watched it at least three times all the way Three through. Times? Yeah. I have to. God bless so, you. Uh, it's, God bless you both. I don't know if I can watch it a second time. It's one of my I favorites. Think, I, mean, good, I enjoyed it so there's much. There's so many millions of things. I mean, I have a, yeah. I have a book of probably a hundred things I want to watch. <laughs> right? Well, I mean, there's a book of probably a hundred things I want to watch. Speaking of things you want to watch, well, what are you watching right now? <laughs> so watching right now, I'll, I'll say there's two pieces to this. So I'm watching right now. I'm trying to finish up uh, The Walking Dead. 
So okay. I'm very, I'm, I'm watching that. I'm also watching because Kelly would not watch that with a gun to her head. Uh, <laughs> I would, I'm also watching uh, Law and Order. We're rewatching some Law and Order back from season 13. I sent you guys a text, uh, I think it was last night. The yeah. episode I watched last night has oh, right, right, Sebastian yeah. standing. Yeah. <laughs> and you, if you, I mean, I'm telling you, give yourself 20 minutes because it's available. I think it's on, I think it's on Peacock. If you have Peacock, get on there and look at that episode. You'll be like, that's not Sebastian standing. <laughs> you're like, oh yeah. It is. Now him. that I'm into it. Yeah. He definitely has a lot of the same characteristics. It right. was, he's, everybody's on fucking a little order. Is he a little baby Sebastian Stan? He's, he's he's portraying a like uh, he's like a senior in high school, like freshman in college, like that kind of an age. Like he's okay. very young, and you're looking at him, you're like, no fucking way. And then the episode goes on, you're like, oh yeah, that is Sebastian Stan. So anyway, okay. so those are the two things I'm watching right now. But um, the one thing I've watched over the last couple of weeks that I I really would recommend to all of y'all is uh it's on netflix and maybe you've seen it it's called i am mother mm, no no check yeah. it out it's a kind of post-apocalyptic it's a it's the premise of the series is it's a robot uh. that um is has an embryo and and raises through technology it's like in the future but through that technology, raises this embryo to a child. Yeah, yeah, I see. And it's it's really good. It's I think it's really good. It's um, it's a Rose movie, Burn right? It's is, not a series, right? It's a movie, right? And it's I, I started um, watching it at some point. Rose Byrne is the voice of the robot, and um, oh, who's Million Dollar Baby? Who's Hillary Swank? Uh, Hillary Swank is is in it as well. It's just, a, it, I think it was really good. Um, I, had, I had last week off, so I watched a lot of good and bad movies. I mean, I could, I could <laughs> go I could go off. I, I, another one I recommend, and I, I know it's, it's. I don't want to get too far into it, but um, it's called Space Sweepers. It's hmm. Korean-based. It's dubbed. Oh, Andrew's watching that. It's dubbed really well. It's a, it's a, it's a movie. It's not a series. But it's really good. It's it's they dub it really well. Like the the you know, sometimes the dubbing is like distracting. Yeah. But this one actually they did a they did a good job with the dubbing where it's not so distracting and stuff. But I think it's a really interesting concept. So I would say cool. Space Sweepers recommended. I am mother nice. recommended. Uh, cool. yeah. all right. What about so. you, Nina? Well, um there's some stuff I um I don't know. It's it's kind of hard to say recommend. Like I started, I started. It watching, doesn't even have to be a recommend. It just is. What are you watching? Yeah, I'll tell you this. Yeah. I, I started watching uh, The Last of Us. Yes. And I was oh. saying how great it was. Yes. And then episode three, which is amazing and beautiful, and but very very sad. Yes. And like Andrew's watching it, and I'm like, I'm not gonna watch episode three again because I'll just cry the whole time. Uh, and <laughs> so um, I was like, okay, now I know what this show is about. And then they got to episode five, and I don't want to spoil it for anybody. I don't know how far along you are. but I've, I'm on episode zero, so 
Spoil I'm on episode by the four, time I get so there. yeah, don't don't. I've so, seen oh, it. Okay, never mind. I've man. seen it. <laughs> okay, I don't want to fix it. Okay, it up. Let let me just say more. Very sad heartbreak, and I I am at the point now where it's like. I have real problems in my life. I cannot get this invested in <laughs> oh, fictional yeah. people and just give them all this, <laughs> give them all this energy and emotion. So that said, I also we also watched the movie and nominated for some Oscars called The Menu. Ah, I saw that. Have in the you guys seen this? I watched yeah. that too. <laughs> Did you watch that? Ray that was nominated he's, he's for great. Oscars. I didn't know it was nominated. Oh yeah. There was some oh, great yeah. shit in that. It was, it's, it's, you know what it reminded me of? There was, speaking of Sebastian Stan, there was a movie that came out last, last summer called Fresh, which was, Hmm. um, it's about this guy who, um, basically kidnaps this girl and she finds out he's basically the blue apron for cannibals. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) Um, so what a premise (laughs) it's here's the thing it's worth watching he's really good in it um it's It's fresh fresh and the girl is daisy i forget her last name she's she's having a moment she's um i want to think that your elevator daisy fuentes the elevator pitch was exactly what you said you know (laughs) blue blue apron for cannibals have you seen it noah (laughs) no but that to me i'm like Okay, that that actually's got my attention right now. But but that and the menu both they kind of had this like they seem to be horror movies, but they're actually like talking about um our relationship with food and consumerism and yeah. uh and menu and money was menu was so good like it, and it, it was it, Menu touched on every single fucking foodie you've ever met in your entire life. Yeah, I, I like I love that Including aspect. myself. I, th- like, I, I, th- I fall into one of those categories <laughs> for sure. I thought the yeah, story was a little, little silly. It didn't really amount to much, but I really I think really that was the point. I think, the, I think the, that was yeah, the, the point. It was a little silly, but yeah. yeah. I mean, no, it was, I, yes, and they both had like this satire of consumerism. And, yeah. and, and it's kind of, it's like, what was it about 2022 that there were two movies that were both had these themes, you know? But anyway, it's it's so, Hollywood, right? That's how we yeah. got Armageddon and. Uh, well, weren't there two earthquake gosh. movies when? What's There's it, always there two. Was one point yeah, there, there were, were like, two. There were there two. Were two like, there were two <laughs> earthquake movies, movies or two apocalyptic yeah. meteor two movies. Meteor, there were two. Two, yeah. two meteors striking the earth. It's movies. always anyway. It's like, <laughs> All right, so Steve, re- what have you been seasoned? I recommend oh, you make yourself a big gourmet dinner and watch a double feature <laughs> of Fresh and the Menu. So And eating roll. Eating roll, there you or go. Or the little, little sounds watch. of the lambs at the end. What is it? The yeah. Big Night. Actually, check out The Big oh, Night. The Big, the night. big night is a great movie, too. <laughs> and, and, and also, but not but not a horror movie. Not, Definitely not, disturb, not a horror not movie. Not a disturbing no. way. It's, oh, it's Definitely beautiful. not a horror movie. It's a beautiful movie. movie. It's, a, it's a fantastic yeah. movie. Yeah, exactly. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. All right, Steve, what have you been seasoned? Well, I'm a few episodes into Last of Us, and it sounds like that's something we're going to be uh, (laughs) podcasting on in a couple weeks, so uh, we'll we'll be able to talk about that more then. Um, I just binge-watched the three-part Netflix series on the the Murdoch uh, murders, which was Uh, just 
I, I don't know. I happened upon it. I get. I have a thing for true crime, and and this is certainly Kelly, relevant. You and right Kelly now. would get along very well. She has a thing for true crime, <laughs> yeah, like but, nobody's fucking business. And they got the case. It's actually closing arguments today. It's actually going I on think, right now. Right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, geez. But um, I had a friend at work recommend this movie. She sent it home with me. She got me the DVD, and I just watched it uh, a couple days ago. Which is, it's a really charming movie. It's a, with Anthony Hopkins. It's called. Uh, the world's fastest Indian. I don't know if you guys. Oh, it's a, great it's movie. Based on that's a, that's a great movie. Based on a true character that uh, you know that has the Indian is his his motorcycle from 1920 the 1920s that he's you know keeps building up and building up, but he sets some some land speed records and stuff. And and he's a character from New Zealand that is just some someone that is just really a, a great performance and he meets a lot of characters along the way as he's coming to America yeah. to uh, to compete so he can race in the salt flats in Colorado and uh, really heartwarming and it's you know it's 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 a close to true story there's a lot of true events but sometimes they stretch the truth a little bit but it's just it's, a lot of fun it is yeah. that is a delightful awesome. film. that is a fantastic movie that's mm-hmm. really good yep nice no, cool. Uh, like everybody, like everybody else, I'm I'm watching the the Last of Us uh, as it comes out as much as I can. Uh, both me and Alyssa are totally into it. Uh, I love every minute. Have nothing to do and know nothing about the game. I am enjoying the show for what it that's is. That's good. It's that's good to very, know. I haven't started watching it, but that's what I'm worried about. That it I is no, it is so no, good. It I is. I haven't uh, played the yeah. game. I understand and if you have played the game, there's a lot of fun yeah, Easter eggs. Yeah, extra but stuff. I have not played the game at all, and I was able to follow it along fine. And it, it's not, it's not, um, it's not uh, Walking Dead. Uh, there's, they're, they're, they have their, they're not zombies, but they have their it's the mushroom their zombies, creatures. right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> the mushrooms, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so um, they have them, but it's not the biggest part. It's not about like Walking Dead, where every time every show you have to have. So it's way better than that. It's way more deeper than that, and I'm loving it. And like I said, it's, uh, uh, on the fifteenth, uh, so two weeks from now, me and Steve are going to cover and, probably the first five episodes of it, and then we'll finish it off again with the and, uh, after we get back for our MCU. And Pedro again. Pascal is. Fantastic. Oh, it's oh, fabulous. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so uh, besides that, we uh, we went camping this weekend. We were up in the coast. And uh, so in our camper, we have a little TV that has a DVD player. So, And I do mean DVD. Oh, yeah. Uh, doesn't play Blu-rays. So uh, I had to go through our selection and see what we had on DVD. And just I threw a selection of stuff in there. And so this weekend, we watched two movies that I highly recommend to anybody who hasn't seen them. Uh, just for family fun and just very very enjoyable movies and the first is stardust <laughs> uh and that's Robert a 2000 yes we, we, not only we, that we've talked about that movie it's it's so yeah. fun <laughs> charlie cox our, our our daredevil uh is a, is a major player in the, oh and, i didn't know this yeah well it was funny because we were watching again i'm like oh my god that is uh, who, oh yeah it's him <laughs> you know and yeah, he's so the lead. he's the yes he's the male lead the but he's much younger, much, very, much younger. Young, and his yeah. eyes are open, so, you know, you get to see, and, and he can see, so it's a whole different aspect. Uh, <sighs> such a, such a fun movie. Um, so we watched that. Uh, and then the next night, uh, we watched Blended, which is a Adam Sandler, Drew Barrymore movie. So this is, this is like 50 First Dates 20 years later. Uh, 50 First Dates being one of my favorite uh, movies of all time. Uh, but Blended is so fun. This was his 2014 movie. 
It's just it, it's uh, Adam Sandler raising three girls, Drew Barrymore raising two boys. The 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 five of or the I guess it's five kids. Seven of them go on a trip to Africa. Uh, oh, you know, uh, and in in the in the uh, assumption that they're a couple, and it just you know the the it ensues and the fun. Uh, it's got. Um, what uh what is it? uh Terry Crews in it is just hilarious. Oh my God. I love Terry Crews and everything he does. He, he just he cracks me up. He is fun. But it's for it's sure. a typical Adam Sandler movie. You know, it just has that. It, well, I shouldn't say typical. It's it's the later Adam Sandler kind of family friendly. Is movie. there a typical Adam Sandler movie? Because think of all his genres. Well, that's well, but I mean, he has his older comedies. You know, the Happy Gilmore's. Those all kind of fall into you know in you know. He's got uh, the Drew Barrymore. Yeah, there's somewhere he kind of plays. Well, that's he plays it a little more yeah. straight in this one, where he's just kind well, of. Well, this one, this one is him with Drew Barrymore. This is this is him with your Drew Barrymore again. So like I said, it's it's kind of Fifty First Dates Part Two in a way, right, yeah. uh, but it's it's just so much fun and and the two of them have such a great chemistry and and I, I love sure both do. of them to death. Uh, so Blended is such a fun movie and and I had forgotten how funny it is and and we were laughing. Shaq is in this and it is the best I've ever seen of Shaq. He cracks <laughs> me up so much in it. He's he's not a great actor, but he plays such a good part in this. Uh, there's a part where you know the kid says something to the girl and, and he's going after him like you know like like a big brother would, and it, yeah. it's funny because Adam Sandler's holding him back and you could tell that they're both just kind of laughing at the whole aspect. It, yeah. It's just it's a fun movie. The so. whole concept of Adam yeah. Sandler holding back Shaquille. <laughs> like Shaq, yeah. yeah, just uh. it's a it's a fun movie. So I I would highly recommend that if you if you uh, Adam Sandler in, in those kind of, uh, you know, romantic comedy type movies. Cause it, it very much is that. Um, so I, yeah, those, those are what we watched this weekend. Wait, I also saw your wife's pictures yeah. from the trip <laughs> from camping on, on, on Facebook. And I, I'm, I'm very envious. I, I want to <laughs> get seriously. I, I'm the only one in my family who likes camping, unfortunately. Uh, I don't think you're the only one. I don't think you're the only one. I'm in your family, no, and I love. I was camping. gonna say. I was gonna say my my your my, immediate family, the, your yeah, household, my nuclear family, my household. Yes, no. who likes okay. camping? Because because I'm like I've said, like I I told Claire, I like have this plan. I want to get a little uh, camper when when Andrew and I retire and drive her. And she's like, she's like, you have fun with that, and I'm like. Well, you're not invited. You're gonna- <laughs> Has she ever done it though? Has she ever camped? We have camped. We went. She went with a uh, her friend, her best friend's family. Really loves camping. So How she many went, campers? So she went with them, in and they stayed in a cabin, and then one time, all three of us went with them, and we all stayed in tents, and I enjoyed. I enjoyed the tent camping very much, and Claire's like, never again. I hated it. What? <laughs> Yeah, I don't get it. She's never done get... Renaissance Fair because some of those... Well, yeah, that's a different... Yeah. Are, I mean, they're like beds <laughs> yeah. off the ground. Some people well, have we, water beds. Yeah. We got her... Well, we got her... We got her... We gave... Well, we had... Andrew and I had that air mattress that you slept on. Yeah. And we got her... I gave her... I have a cot that is up off the ground. It's like on, on legs. And she still didn't... She still didn't enjoy it. A camper, too, it, it too changes the nature. level... It is yeah. it is it is so nice being able to just go in and have a shower, have a place to go to the bathroom, yeah. cook, yeah. have a refrigerator. Uh, it's it, it's so much fun. Um, towing is interesting. That's a, a newer aspect for me. Um, getting through that. Oh but, really? Uh, you I, 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 I Bill Reed got the cabin. no no uh, no. I, I 
we wanted a little bit more room. This thing is, it's a nice, it's a 21 This was pretty foot. big, though. Anyway, we're getting Yeah, I was going to say. I'm, we're getting into the woods. Yeah, I'm thinking. I, this I is a camping time with Noah, Bo, <laughs> and Nina. Well, I, I, I do want to say real quick, I actually want a little more rustic than that. I would... I wouldn't mind like staying at a campground and using their shower facilities and all. Oh that. yeah, no, we don't but, mind that too. But this, like I said, it, this is yeah. it, it takes it to the next level. You're like, oh my, I like, I didn't think I needed that, but now I'm like, I kind of like I have yeah. that. So yeah. I just um, need a satellite dish. I mean, really, is what <laughs> I mean, need one of those like campers with the like. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. It's like I, there's a camping site near us, and we walk by it a lot, and half of the places have. Oh, I'm sure dishes. Yeah. I'm like. You're not fucking camping. You're living yeah, no. somewhere else for the week. There's a, no. <laughs> there's a, um, there's a place here in Pennsylvania called Cherry Springs, which you're not allowed to use any artificial light or have campfires at night. What? Um, it's it's. Why it's the like, fuck would you go? That's the best. Listen, part. listen, listen. So it's star, a dark, stargazing. No, it's a dark zone. Like there's the whole area okay. is is for observing. The night sky so there's no lights mm. for for miles and miles so and where do you drink not around a campfire what do you do <laughs> well <I'm> sorry because <laughs> you know you can't I drink would, in the dark I that just doesn't, there, doesn't I wouldn't work stay there for the whole weekend but one night would be oh would yeah be cool. yeah yeah, but, yeah you know, that is pretty amazing when you're in an area that has like very little, like when you go to well, you, Yosemite. I was gonna say you guys have been, you guys have, you know, the West, which we yeah. don't have here. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's hard to get the West right. out on the East Coast. It's yeah, yeah it's so. very yeah. difficult, very very difficult. <laughs> but no, it's like when you're like out. I mean, I've been when you're camping. You're right. When yeah. it gets to be like you get up at two in the morning and everybody's lights are off and everything, and you're, you know taking care of business so to speak and you're walking out there you look up at the sky and it's like yeah it's billions fabulous. of stars and yeah. it's yeah. the most amazing yeah. thing in the world so yeah nice anyway let's right. dial so, it back in yeah no no back marvel. back into uh miss marvel and stuff like that so that's what that's what we were seeing uh speaking of what we're going to be what we're going to be seeing uh next week we're going to be tackling the fableman um oh fable uh, so that's, that's uh, the Steven Spielberg one, right? Yep, yep. Yeah. We're we're getting back into some of those Oscar nominated movies for this year. Uh, we've we've covered quite a few already, so we're gonna yeah. we're gonna tackle at least one more. Um, after that, we're gonna get into some of the Last of Us, uh, and then uh, back with some MCU. And uh, I'm not. We didn't decide, did we? We have not. No, we haven't decided what MCU. <laughs> It'll be MCU. I mean, my vote. You'll just yeah, have my to, vote is. Marvel yeah. fans, you'll like it. Trust me. Yeah. <laughs> if I can see, if I can see Quantum Mania before the next yes. episode, we can do Quantum Mania because the three of you have seen it, right? Not no, yet, and I have seen it. I don't think Nina. Hopefully has. soon. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, so reg- if I, I can, recommend. If I can see Quantum Mania before the next one, that's that's where. So you know, otherwise we'll, we'll, we'll it would do it. be She-Hulk, right? There's or, She-Hulk. There's some of the Netflix the still. The Eternals. Eternals. Yeah. Yeah. So. Okay, yeah, there's a couple options. I said to you guys something in chat, by the way. All our listeners, thank you for sticking with us. We're, uh, <laughs> but uh, I sent you guys something in the chat about the Morbius connection at the end oh. of Quantumania. Because uh, what, I'm, what I'm gathering, having not seen it and having not being a super, super, super fan of Marvel, it looks like um, 
Owen Wilson is Morbius. Is what oh, okay. They're saying yes. Oh, Mobius. It's Mobius. Oh, it's Mobius, not Morbius. Like, oh, yeah. Like, like <laughs> One like letter different. Fuck yes. that shit. Why do they do that to us? Yeah, us. Well, I mean, you. Never well, mind. I mean, never mind. Well, we saw it. We didn't know what you were talking about. Yeah. Well, did you did you guys notice that uh, Ms. Marvel's friend is Nakia? And I'm like, don't we have another Nakia? Yeah, we do. You already? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I did notice I mean, that people too. People have names, of course, that are. Yeah. No, it, it, it's whatever, and they'll they they will not be confused. Like, uh, it, it's fine. Um, but yeah, so. That's that was that that's what we got from Miss Marvel. What we got coming up, uh, which should be some more fun. Um, thank you for joining us for this one. This was this, like I said, if you are a Marvel completist, for sure watch it. Yeah. If you are, I say seven and a half croutons. Good solid seven and a half croutons. <laughs> I, I think there's 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 a decent half story there. There's also a, a, a not a great story. I think so, that was the first. Yeah. It was the first. Disney Plus series to get a PG rating too, which is rather than oh, rather uh, than PG thirteen, yeah, or whatever they do for the TV ones. There was something about that. Uh, so I don't think more, any of so them got. So it's more family friendly. It is, and like I said, the first three episodes are pretty decent. Uh, you could go and stop after that, and you're not going to miss a ton, um, in my opinion. But you know, right. I also like really liked the last episode because it reminded me a little bit of, and they were back to having fun. It kind of went. Fun, 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 serious, serious, fun. Uh, it's the way the episodes <laughs> I go. Mean, if you, I would say, say if you again? haven't seen it, it's worth watching them all. Fun, fun, fun. No, say it again. It's worth watching them fun, all. Fun, 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 serious, serious, fun. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, no, it is. And uh, in, in, I am a completist, so I did watch it, and I, I even watched half of it again. So it is what it is. Uh, yeah. I mean, hell, I, I You're one and a half completist, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I went. I went and watched all of Friends again one time. So I mean, the hell, you know, it's yeah. you're gonna watch what you're gonna watch. I know. We're right? watching. We're watching Frasier. I've never seen it all. Kelly has. I mean, it's like there's. Oh, we're into of, Scrubs. We're like season uh, seven or eight of Scrubs right we're now. We're thinking about The Office next, or maybe a Spin City. Who knows? Oh no, good. And News Andrew radio, and I were maybe? working. Andrew and I were working our way through the Looney Tunes cartoons on HBO, oh, nice. and, then they, and then they dumped them. Dumped yeah, a bunch them. of them, including every every last Roadrunner. They oh, took all the Roadrunners. Really? Yeah. Probably we figured were, kids weren't weren't smart enough to realize that those are cartoons and not to do that. They can't no, run through a brick wall. No, they I figured think they can't run through a rock in the desert. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I I they got rid of a lot of the the real classic ones too, like the oh. the ones that like won awards and stuff. So I think the the Valkyrie. Did they have, uh, the, did they have the Hitler? Yeah. Ones? The huh? Did they have the, the Hitler ones? The Hitler ones. Um, the World War II, maybe. like. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I didn't yeah. notice the, the one with the gremlin. Now, yeah. but they, they, like, took off What's Opera Doc. They took off yeah. uh, Duckamuck. They took off. There's a bunch that, that they took off that are really great. Someone so, must have found them offensive. So, well, no, I think, <laughs> no, I think it was, I think they're trying to save money. I think they're trying to, I think they kept the ones that are cheap and, Huh. Are leasing so, the, the other ones to. If you have HBO, go go and watch. Uh, if if you, if you got it, go and watch uh, all of the Harley Quinn series. It is. Oh, I did. One of the best animated this. series out yes. there. It's so that was, good. That was hilarious. Did, did you did you see the Valentine episode? It was like a, a extra release. 
Oh no, I'll have to go and check that yeah, one. Yeah, it's the, good. The uh, who is who's a comedian who does the voice of Batman on there? Uh, oh, um, oh, I forget. <laughs> anyway, he's hilarious. They got a lot of great. He's hilarious. Uh, yeah, the voice acting is great on that. <laughs> Good, Steve. What were you going to say? Well, you were talking about censorship, uh, and and I just wanted to point out. I think last week, last week we did. Um, we were talking about. Well, we had Brandon on. We had already yes. done, and he was talking about doing some great Rod, episode by Rod, the way. Rod Dahl, yes, um, really great. Movies. Oh yeah, Rod Dahl. And, and, and did you hear that? Just this last week, he got a. Or, you know, they were they're talking about censoring they were some of editing their editing his book. Yeah. So and which, oh, really? which we brought up a little they, bit last last they week. They did already. They did every going forward. The books are censored, and here's the thing I heard. Wait, is what? Wait, it, what? Who has censored them? The publisher. Why? They've like. <laughs> well, they've tried to quote update them, so like they don't call people fat anymore or ugly. Fuck that! Oh my god! Are you There's, fucking kidding me right just, now? Just just Google it. There's lots of articles. Oh but Jesus! Here's the thing that annoys me is I found out if you had his stuff on your Kindle, or whatever. Oh, they changed it. They changed it. They like oh, yanked god. it off your Kindle. Oh my god! And and sent you the updated one, which I'm like. Mm, that sounds like a lawsuit about to happen. I I don't know. Apparently, well, there was a little paid, bit of backlash. If, Penguin is going to publish the classic it? books after censorship yeah. backlash. Well, so. honest, honestly, this is why everybody's like, oh, why do you still have DVDs? And why do you still have all these books? And why do you have all Why do you like, have the Greedo Shot First VHS tape of uh, Star Wars? <laughs> I, I, right. I do. <laughs> still, got a, I, still got that I shrunk wrap the, in the my Han, uh, The Han garage. Shot First, yes, we have that. We Me do too. have that. And I will never get rid of that. Yeah. And before they before they put in all the extra little animals and around, you should convert it. You should convert that to DVD because the VHS tape will wear out. It'll get. Brutal. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> so the the uh, character Batman is played by Dietrich Bader. Oh, Dietrich Bader. Yeah, he was. Yeah, um, Bader. Yeah, he's. Um, <laughs> he does so much. Yeah, he's done a ton of stuff. I want to. I I'm trying to remember what's it, was he on Drew Carey show. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. He's oh, also yeah. office. He was on Office Space, the Polly yeah, Dynamite. Right. Which guy He's was in Office Space? He was the neighbor who was the, the neighbor worker. Oh, What'd you do with a million yeah, yeah, dollars? Yeah, yeah. Two right. chicks. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody ever uh, say I have a case of Mondays now? I believe you get your at ass kicked. <laughs> 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 yeah. Uh, Alan <laughs> Tudrick is on there. He's uh, great. Oh, Kelly's he's good. Uh, yes. um, Ron Funches. Is, yes. is on there. He is Yeah, hilarious. he's fucking fantastic, too. Yeah, there's a lot of... Uh, J.B. Smooth, uh, one of our Oh, friends. my God, J.B. Smooth. <laughs> yeah. He's so good. At, he's so you good a cocktail in, uh, after in, uh, him, didn't you? I did. I did. <laughs> he's so good at... Is he, he's on Curb, right? I think, yeah. He's the friend. Yeah, he's his friend. And he bought a zoo. He's I done, remember him from that. <laughs> yeah. He's, so he's done a lot of stuff. He's on the uh, Caesars, Caesars Sportsbook commercial. Yeah, right? he is. Yeah, he's Caesar. <laughs> yeah, JB Smooth. So yeah, uh, I I highly recommend the uh, animated if if you're okay. an adult and 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 don't mind yeah. watching cartoons because it is I, very I much adult say, oriented. I was gonna say yes. If you're not listening for, to this podcast, not for your children for sure. If you're listening to this podcast, you're an adult that likes watching cartoons. Yes, that's all I. <laughs> yeah, probably right. Probably yes. right. Yeah, if you enjoy this podcast, this show is right up your alley. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Awesome. Nice. All right. Well, thanks for joining us. That was fun. Uh, we'll be back awesome. next week with another 
fun podcast and some great cocktails. Uh, so uh, mix up something and have a have a listen. And with that, hail Caesars. Hail, hail Caesars. Caesars. Hail Caesars. What does that mean?